With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that 3-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. Oh, yeah, that's right on a soup. For a wild card weekend, Martin Weiss, VJ Husky, in with you until 10 o'clock Eastern, broadcasting live from the Tyrac.com studios. Tyrac.com will help you get there with an unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. Tyrac.com, the way tire buying should be. VJ, you know what, man? They said this San Francisco uh, 49ers Seattle game was supposed to be sloppy and rainy. Well, I guess that maybe that rain had an airline flight to catch. It got caught a delay because because it is still stuck down here in Los Angeles like a lot of other people who try to leave the national championship game or their local places get out of here. and could not get out of here. There's raining hats and dogs out here as the 49ers are raining points on the Seahawks right now. 31-17, 11 minutes left in the fourth quarter. Debo Samuel's running wild. That score might change before the end of this sentence, and it looks like it's going to now. 39-17, extra point pending. Brock Purdy, three touchdowns, zero interceptions. 20-point lead for the San Francisco 49ers in a game in which Seattle, I mean, they were favored by nine. So Vegas saw Pete Carroll prior to the game talking about San Francisco essentially calling them Thanos from the Avengers, like just Superman, you know, what you name it, Iron Man. Reverse psychology. I mean, right now it looks like forward psychology as they are getting their (laughs) ass whooped. Yeah, man. What's up, everybody out there? What's up, man? Uh, What's going on, Mark? Life is good. Yeah, man. Life is good, man. Life is outstanding. Yeah, this this game right here is uh, it, it's going it's going chalk. 
Seattle played really well in the first half, and you got to almost play flawless when you're on the road and you're out, man, like this in the NFL in the playoffs. And I think some other teams are going to find that out too, man. And we'll talk more about Pete Carroll as the show goes on and Geno Smith in Seattle and also San Francisco and Brock Purdy. But, you know, this game is going pretty much chalk. Brock Purdy right now sitting at 324, 11 to 27 from the field. And uh, three touchdowns, as you said, has a QBR rating of 136.6. But a lot of people do feel like that this San Francisco 49er team getting all their guys back, getting all their pieces back is a championship type team. They have the number one defense in football. They have a top five or top six ranked offense in football. They can run. Purdy's not turning the ball over. He's throwing to the guys he needs to throw to. Today, Christian McCaffrey, a buck on the ground. Debo, who wants some of Debo? 133 through the air and a touch. I mean, when you're putting production together like that and then you flip the side over to uh, the Seattle Seahawks and what they're doing, Walker, 56 yards on the ground. Uh, my man Geno's only got 192, 182 in the air and a touchdown, the big one to uh, DK Metcalf down the left sideline right before the half in the second quarter. Like I said, man, they showed up and they played tough and played hard, but like I, you know, one of my favorite sayings and as old school as it goes in football, it's not always the X's and O's, man. Sometimes you just need to have more Jimmys and Joes and the San Francisco 49ers at this point in current time in life in football have more Jimmys and Joes than the Seattle Seahawks. Congratulations to the Seahawks, though. People thought they were going to tank. People thought they were going to be the worst team in the league. And all 71-year-old Pete Carroll did was implement uh, Geno well, into mean, this there offense. there are 11 and, minutes left in the game. No, this game's over. Giving them yeah, the this game's over. Yeah, this I game's mean, over. Yeah, There's there still 11 minutes no, left in the game. No, no, this game's over. It's a little early for the funeral. No, we'll be, it's there'll not. be plenty no, of time. Not. Let's let them die first. No. But I say this, you know, you say Put them that, out of their uh, misery. Why would you so you you would let a, you would let somebody suffer instead of putting them out of their misery? I mean, they're put them still, out of their misery. Listen, man. listen. I just say this. The doctors are still doing their work and they got fine medical professionals out here. That's all I got to say. Let 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 who knows? Maybe we see a miracle. But I will say this. I don't know about how well Seattle was playing in the first half. I think a lot of the first half had more to do with Kyle Shanahan having a rookie quarterback, and he came out in the first half of this game, and I thought he coached it masterfully because, all right, this is a game we should win. Obviously, 10-point favorites, so on. They go to the first half. First half was a battle, like you said. Yeah. 17 up, or it was right around both teams. Like it was 17-16. 17-16. 17-16 yeah. at the half. Seattle goes into the first half with the lead. Brock Purdy threw more passes in the second half, I mean, in the first half, then he has almost an, an, like he's. I guarantee you, rather, what I should say is Brock Purdy's going to have more pass attempts in the first half by at least a third than he will in the second half. And the thing about it is, he's kidding. Okay, let's come out here. We got a rookie quarterback. Let's be aware of it. Let's get him out here. Look, we need you to be comfortable. We're going to get you comfortable. And you saw in the first two drives of this game, he didn't look comfortable. No. Now he looks like, I mean, you know, going forward, he hasn't had a quote unquote rookie moment. He hasn't had his moment. Of uh, he has looked, I'd say, since the second uh, second quarter on, especially in the second half, he's looked just like he's looked in his last ten starts. Yeah. Now in the first half, not so much. But you remember, you'll remember how many of those pass attempts over fifteen yards in the air, over twenty yards in the air. He was getting him warmed up. He was getting him loose. Uh, I think Shanahan, for a team that has Super Bowl aspirations and knows that quarterback is the weak spot on the team, that was a great job of getting him loose in a in a quote unquote 
low impact, as low impact as a playoff game can be moment. Because what he didn't do was come out here like he did in the, set, in the third quarter, start the third quarter, seven-minute drive, 15 runs on the, on the drive, just running the ball, eating clock, eating clock, and then, uh, eat eight minutes off the off a 15-minute uh, minute quarter and then, uh, you know, end up doing that and force turnover. Now the game's out of hand. So if you start spinning it now with Brock Purdy, defenses are playing differently. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's a whole different vibe than it is right there when Seattle still is in their game plan and still trying to win it. And with all that being said, Geno just throws an interception. So now San Francisco has got the ball back in Seattle territory. So as I said, this game is pretty much a wrap. Back to Brock Purdy, though. Any rookie, I believe, in their first playoff game is going to be a little nervous. We only see it, though, from the quarterback position because he's the guy that's got the ball. But if there's a rookie, Seattle started two left two tackles. The first time for a playoff team to start two tackles in an NFL playoff game since in like 40 years. So you don't think those two gentlemen were nervous, but we're not going to see it, though, because the ball's not in their hand. Party was just a little nervous. Probably he's a little amped up, pamped up, uh, well, just, pumped I, up. They just showed his parents. If you look at the play call, in there, parents, call, they were calling different type of plays. Well, he's still throwing the ball, though. It doesn't matter what type but of play it is. They were still throwing the football. There's a difference between somebody being wide open because you schemed it open and then, like, the opposite. Like, Well, he, the, the, no, no, no. The, the, the intercept, the, not the interception, the incomplete pass he threw in the end zone early, he just didn't release the ball early enough. It wasn't the play calls, one-on-one coverage. The corner just gets beat, and you got to let that ball go right then and there, and he doesn't. He lets but the he corner one get on time. Because he let, that's how they called the play, to get one-on-one coverage on the side. No, if you, you go back and look at the replay, no, no, if you go back and look at the replay, he's lined up one-on-one, the safety's just playing over the top. It wasn't a scheme or anything, it was the defense they were playing. Like, right now, look where the corner what, is. The scheme he's is one-on-one, he's one-on-one against, he's because one-on-one. Because they're in a the man defense. Like, it, it, scheme exactly. Running his man. Okay, so if you <laughs> like, so if you run by him, so if you run by him, then oh, you schemed him open. No, it was one on one, and I ran by him and scheme it open. So you can, they the, the thing that the Forty ers the reason why their offense is the way it is, is because they literally place different play. They either place Debo at running back or wide receiver, or Christian McCaffrey at wide receiver or running back, or George Kittle at fullback, H back, or tight end, based off what the defense is doing. So yeah, they ran him out there. On I purpose. get, I get into all of that. I watch enough San Francisco play, but I'm talking. Talking about this one particular play, it wasn't it, nothing schemed. Okay. The, cor- the receiver ran by a corner, okay, and he's open. He doesn't throw, it and I thought I thought he waited because the nervousness. The point I'm trying to make is that I thought he was more nervous. And I think any rookie quarterback that is starting for the first time in the playoffs as a rookie is going to be a little. You don't think Skylar Thompson is going to be, even though he's got starts already. Tomorrow's the playoffs. It's win or lose, and he's not very good. Hasn't played very good, but I guarantee he's going to be a little nervous, and it's going to show early. I just think that that's human nature. Yeah, well, that's why Kyle Shanahan called a great game and got him one-on-one matchups and, and had the scheme up his matchups to get Purdy some easy throws, but still bigger throws. So now when you see him going into his next playoff game, it's not the first playoff game. We don't know if we can do this. We don't know if, we, if we're if we going to be able to throw the ball for 250 yards in a game because we know that we can. And that's something that going through with Jimmy Garoppolo in the postseason, I'm not sure he had the same feeling. I Like, it – I've, so I put it like this. You've seen Kyle Shea hitting the playoffs a lot. I've never seen him call the first half with Jimmy G like that. I've never seen him call the first half with that type, with those type of passing concepts, putting the ball at, at risk, for lack of a better term. Uh, and, and obviously Brock Purdy did not put the ball in harm's way because he delivered. Now, I think that's ultimately the difference. He didn't trust Jimmy G to put the ball at risk. It's, like, hmm. it's not going to be in a good spot. Like you say Purdy held on to the ball in a one-on-one, Jimmy might have turned it over. You know what I'm saying? I think that's just different than the situation. 
Yeah, I might have. I mean, we could sit here with no, neither one of us. Well, we can also with a, right, well, with a can, crystal ball. But I'm but only we can go back and look saw. at. All right. Well, I'm seeing Brock Purdy have. I'm, <laughs> I'm seeing, only going by what I I'm saw. I'm seeing Brock Purdy have 12 first half completions and Jimmy Garoppolo having seven for an entire game, like that in in, in the postseason. Like I, I, I don't know. Okay. Don't what know. About, all right. So then, what about the what about the games where Jimmy G had more than seven completions? Oh, the one that after was, when was, he had 12 completions. No, no, yeah, just, no. Just, Jimmy, like, come on. What are we doing here? How many how many playoff games did Jimmy G play? You tell me. All right. Well, no, but you're you're pointing out two though. Is what is the point I'm making? You're uh, pointing out two where he threw. We had some bad games, but Jimmy G's also had great playoff games too, and games where he's had a high completion percentage and throw for yards and won games for you know for his team. He's not he's not as bad. I don't think if Jimmy G's healthy, that's that's what we're watching right now. We're not watching Brock Purdy. Oh no, hell no! If Jimmy G is healthy, we are watching Brock Purdy, and that was reported really? earlier today. Mm, well, I don't Go buy on. that. I don't care if it was reported. <laughs> All right. Well, I tell you what, Jimmy. Jimmy G will be healthy. You'll be sitting there that. watching his pretty face on the sideline. So then why was Brock Purdy starting before Jimmy G got hurt then? Because he was the third. He was a backup. Okay. Jimmy G was a team captain. Like, okay. he, why wasn't he starting? He wasn't starting. Jimmy G wasn't starting. Like, what do you mean? I know, but if Brock like, Purdy was – if Brock Jimmy Purdy, G wasn't starting. If Brock Purdy was going to be that much better and they knew it by this report, then when I'm Trey not Lance saying they down, knew it. I'm up, saying once they Trey put Lance, it – I'm not saying up. they knew it when, and during the offseason because maybe they didn't. Uh, 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 maybe they but, just so had Jimmy Trey G up there because down. they're trying to trade him to the rest of the 10 teams in the NFL. Uh, yeah, I don't buy, see, I don't buy that. I just disagree with that. How are you going to trade your practice squad quarterback? Tell me that. My thing is – How you going to trade? Your practice squad quarterback. My, my thing how do you trade your practice squad quarterback? You gonna let me answer? I mean, you're asking the same how? question three times in a row. You're gonna let me answer? How do you do it? Okay, you don't. That's Thank the, you. That's the thing. That's right. a, so there's so, your answer. There's your answer no, to the no, question. No, 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 you don't because he's the quarterback that you've had there. I don't on dog. Listen, this whole Jimmy G thing is so misconstrued by so many people that have all these opinions that are not even in the building. The reason why they ended up really going with Trey Lance is the simple fact that they rolled the dice with so much of future picks and so much to get him. So you almost okay. All right. Had so to, why did let they, me, why? Let me finish. But let me why finish. though? Let you me finish. Okay. They. It's not like they just were had gun to their heads and said, "Oh my God, what are we gonna do? We oh you know." We have to have to do trade all these picks to go get Trey Lance. Like, why did they do it? All right, are you, are you gonna let me? Are you gonna let me finish? All right, the reason why you start him, Trey Lance, is because you you mortgage so much in the future on you. It's a business decision. You had to. You had to start him. There were people that didn't think. Did you think Trey Lance was ready to be the starter? Yes, that's why I picked wow. the 49ers to win the Super Bowl from Week One. You thought you thought Trey Lance was ready. Okay, well you're in the super minority. <laughs> All right, you're well, in the super minority uh, well, of people who thought here I am. Trey Lance, I've been was going to be able to. Start, was was ready, like was ready to be a starting quarterback in the NFL. I, for this team, the San Francisco 49ers, okay. absolutely, because I have seen Jimmy Garoppolo start for this team for the last, I don't know, playoff runs, and there you Take go. Take him to the Super Bowl, win two playoff games on a row oh last year. Oh, my goodness Did gracious. He? Hold on. Let, I'm trying Did to he? get these numbers. Did Bo, he go I'm to the Super to Google Bowl? this and do this radio show at the same time. Print me out Jimmy Garoppolo's career stats in the postseason, Why, please. His yeah, game log. Yeah, go ahead. I, I, don't wanna, I don't care about the stats. I'm just no, looking I, at production. No. I'm, I'm looking you. at the, the wins and, and losses. Right. Like, don't, How do you don't, measure production? Don't stat me to death. How do you measure production? Wins and losses. All right, all right. You know what? That's why he has, okay. he's been to a Super Bowl, right? Uh, do you, has he? Did he? Did he go on the road and win two playoff games last year? Yes or no, bro? Just yes or no? Were they up ten? Were they up ten? Jimmy G's were, career were they up ten against please, the Rams in the NFC Championship give game? Me Jimmy G's career playoff stats. That's not. Gonna I matter. guarantee you, you pull this that up, game not right matter. here is the best game that the San Francisco 49ers so you have him had in the postseason at quarterback since Shanahan got there. Oh, okay, against a nine and eight Seattle team in a wild card round. Wow, I'm, that's something I'm, to brag I'm, about. I'm, that's something to brag about.
I just, That's I'm, something I'm to brag say, about. Listen, the best <laughs> okay. is the, I'm saying the best right. is the best. All right. The best is the best. So you got him so you know so so to the Super Bowl, right? Yes. All right, bet. We're going to see what's up with I've that. I've had then. this since week one. Well, we don't know because you didn't write your picks down here. No, but if you we listen to the radio show that we did, I told you our first radio show I had the I Ravens. I don't. I'm being honest with you. And I don't like to be, I don't remember a guy, but I don't remember. That's fine. You may not. But So you picked them out of the NFC, the Niners, the beginning of the year? How many different ways you want me to say yes? Okay. I don't believe you. Well, I don't remember it. The, the good thing is it's all recorded. Yeah, it is. You're right. It is. We can go back and we can go back and find it. Martin and VJ is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. <laughs> Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. Get your protection all in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at FoxSportsRadio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Martin and VJ coming to you live from the TireRack.com studios. Fox Sports Radio on a Fox Sports Super Wild Card Weekend Saturday. And here we are, the San Francisco 49ers putting the finishing touches on the Seattle Seahawks. Even though the Seahawks are driving right now, there's three minutes and ten seconds left in a 41-17 to 17 game that Steve DeSega will give you all the, the facts on in just at the bottom of the hour coming up soon. But me and VJ were having a spirited discussion because I think it's evident and obvious that this is the best game that we've seen a 49er quarterback play in the Shanahan era. I didn't debate in that, In a postseason game. I didn't say that wasn't true. That's exactly what you no, just said. No, it's not. The last play, hour, okay, we got to play it back there. We got to play it back there because that's not oh what I said. Oh, my goodness. You don't listen. That's not what I said. Uh, so what was your point? My point My point was this is he was nervous because it was his first playoff game. You went on this tangent about I said that schemes. Kyle, no, no, so let, look, me, let, me, finish, I, let me finish. Let me finish. You said what I did. I'll tell you what I did. I told – I said – 
Kyle Shanahan you about to have this did conversation a masterful by game. I said Kyle Shanahan called a masterful game because in the first half of this game, he called it differently than he's called all his other postseason games with a rookie quarterback. He came out and threw the ball more in the first half, which is why the score of this game was 17-6 to at halftime. In the second half, he started to limit his quarterback. Christian McCaffrey got way more involved. Debo Samuel got running the ball, even though Christian had a 68-yard early in the first. But that's the reason why this team is going to go on and go around run because right now their rookie quarterback we've seen him have his lumps in the first half as Shanahan needed him to do and you saw him settle into this game and that's why at this point in time this team is about to win by 20 some points all right hey we can move on man you're not listening to say we can move no, on well, no 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 we no, can move I'm on right here go no, ahead no 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 we I'm right here on. I want you to tell me why Jimmy Garoppolo will be the starter on this team uh, if he didn't get hurt, I just think he would still be the starter because he was starting. Until All right, he but hurt. he is hurt now, and he's, you told me that right now if Jimmy G came back, of which there are That's reports that, that you Jimmy don't G listen. is I didn't say come, healthy. I didn't say he came back. Okay, Jimmy G no. is healthy, though. He's working back to be healthy right now, and there's reports saying he'll be installed as Purdy's backup. Okay, and? You seem to have a problem with that about four and a half minutes ago. No, I didn't. I just said if he was, like I said, you're not listening. If he never got hurt, he would be the starter. You said, no, he wouldn't be. Purdy would be like, if he, and my question back to you was, okay, if that's the case, then why did they start Purdy when, when, when Lance got hurt? If Jimmy G had gotten, if Jimmy G had sprained his ankle instead of breaking his foot and then missed four weeks instead of 10 weeks and Brock Purdy had gone four and oh, do you think that Jimmy G would have came back and been the starter? Because the answer is no. Yeah. Okay, well, well, we don't know. So it's not an answer that either one of us would be right about. My opinion is, yes, I, I don't think you lose well, your job. The part of the reason why I feel strongly about that is because— I know, because you keep well, interrupting well, me well, hardcore right okay. now. Well, go ahead. <laughs> like, I can't even get my point out. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 no. I would hate to interrupt you go, again. Go, go, go ahead. I just think, I just, I already made my point about Jimmy G, man. It, I would hate to interrupt you again. Nah, go nah, ahead. No, Steve no, Steve DeSager's no, at the bottom good. of the hour. We have to go ahead. Nine minutes. Nah, I don't, four minutes. I don't want to talk about that no more, man. <laughs> I just think Jimmy G would still be the starter. That's that's just my opinion on it. That's all. And you're, you like Brock Purdy. You think they're going to win the Super Bowl. So we'll see what happens with the Niners winning the Super Bowl. <laughs> as simple as that. Come on, move on. No dead air. Let's go. I would hate to interrupt you no, again. No, let's go. I'm telling because you, let's I, go. I, you know, I'm so sorry. You know, God forbid. Yeah, let's go. Because here's the situation as it stands right now. This is the best postseason game played by a San Francisco 49ers quarterback. Okay. It's in the Kyle Shanahan era. Okay. I, I'm not debating that. I'm not debating that. That's the thing. I've, I never debated it. I never debated that this is the best quarterback game played in the postseason in the Kyle Shanahan era. Okay. I'm just saying that if, he, if that's the case – then why why wasn't he named the starter when Trey Lance got hurt? That's the point I'm making. And you're asking me, okay, so if Jimmy G missed three games and came back, would he still be the starter? Yes. I think Shanahan would have implemented him back. He's the veteran on that team. He's he's won playoff games for them. You know what you're going to get out of him. He's been in those situations before. I don't ever think you stick with a rookie when and, the and veteran. What was your reasoning? I'm, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> you see the American like, like, look, no, 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 no. Come on, man, no, don't slide. I want to paint the picture, man. Don't slide away from the mic, man. Don't slide, don't slide from the mic, man. I just, I just think that Jimmy G would still be the starter, man. That's just the bottom line about it, bro. If Jimmy G, if Jimmy G had only missed like two or three games and came back, I do think Jimmy G is the starter, regardless of how well Purdy had played. He's still a rookie. You still don't know. This is an easy game for him, man. Let's get real. This is a 9-8 Seattle team. They're, they're favored by 10. You're sp- you were supposed to blow this game out. You were supposed to win this game by two, three possessions. So I'm not saying that it's not impressive, but to to 
say, well, if Jimmy G was playing, it would be, we don't know. Jimmy G's not playing. All we know is what we see now. That, that's fine. If you want to say it's the best quarterback performance in the playoffs in a Kyle, Cam- in a, uh, a Kyle Shanahan era, okay, but this is also a wild card round. If he doesn't division around, conference championship, Super Bowl, cool. But if you want to hang your hat on a wild card performance from a, a rookie quarterback with the number one ranked defense he's playing with and the number one ranked offense that he's playing with and was implemented into the system just what four or five weeks ago, ten weeks ago, then then have at it. He's had it's been ten. It's been ten. Has it been ten weeks? Is he not ten and zero as a starter? I, I actually don't. I actually don't know if he's ten and zero as a starter. You have to tell me that. Is he ten and zero as a starter? I, I, I'm being honest. I don't. I didn't, I didn't think it'd been. 10, it's been ten weeks, Bo. It's been over two months. No. Am I tripping? Is it like week fourteen? Thank you. Yeah, he's not. How's he ten and zero? Do you, Jimmy G got hurt back in. Jimmy G got hurt back in week six, week seven. Nah. It's like five five games. Am I not? Am I right, guys? Five games. I'm I'm really blanker, and I don't know where I got the ten and zero from. No, oh. hell, yeah. oh, oh, here's where I got the ten and zero from. From looking at oh, you know what? The 49ers on a ten game win streak. That's what I did. Oh, okay, I, I yeah, missed, yeah. I did the they, math they, wrong. They, they, they continue like nine ten in a row. Yes. Streak. You know what it is? They're not. They're uh. They lo- They are on a streak. They lost the first one McCaffrey, and since then have gone ten and zero. Yeah. That that was where I had okay. the ten and zero yeah. in my head. My fault. My apologies. So he's. I mean, he's you know been around four four five weeks. He's doing what he's supposed to do to a team that's getting. And also, as I mentioned before, they're getting guys back. They have some injuries. Getting guys back. It it helps. I'm not knocking Brock Purdy at all. But to just emphatically, oh, this is the best quarterback game. If you want to hang that on a wild card game when you're ten point favorites at home against a team that really backed into the play. They had to sit and watch. By the way, kudos to you for taking the Lions last week. I took the Packers. You took the Lions. Smart move. I mean, the Lions had to pull off what they pulled off for them to even be in this game. And I just don't I don't think it's a feather in the cap of, oh, wow, this is the greatest quarterback performance we've seen in the playoffs in the Kyle Shanahan era. It is. Uh, okay, uh, well, number okay. Like it is. Okay. Objectively. Okay. It is. So Jimmy G's performance, like the year they went to the Super Bowl, those weren't good playoff performances no. that, that got them to the Super Bowl? No. Okay. No. All right. No. Where was that right now? Can, oh, can I interest you in 11 for 19, 131, one touchdown, one interception, t- and two, taking two sacks? Okay. Like, no, that's, not, that's a bad game. That's a backup number. Or you want oh the next game where they scored thirty seven points but he was six for eight for a seventy seven yard. Well, was it that was like, that Jeff Wilson's game? No, but I'm saying I'm, I'm, talking, I'm just asking was talking, that Jeff like, Wilson's so, game? Uh, but that's okay. So that's not the just quarterback answer the question. Though. Yeah, was Jeff that, okay. Wilson went nuts. So in the Jeff, Jeff Wilson, Wilson game, nuts, why, why would you throw when your running back's running for two hundred and forty something yards? Why would you throw the ball? I'm that's that that makes okay. no sense, Martin. That makes no okay. sense in football to even bring that one up. Go to a next. Go to another one. That's a, like anybody knows that in football. If my running back is running for two and some change, Here, I'll put it like why this. am I throwing? I'll it? put it like this: in Jimmy Garoppolo's career, anytime he's attempted more than twenty-five passes in a playoff game, he's lost it. I swear, man, you already know there how I go. get down. You better hope anytime and pray. he's attempted more. You better hope and pray. Anytime he's you attempted better hope more. and pray, Purdy. Is the guy that you guys think he is, and they better you know go win t- this whole. You know he has one bad playoff right game. Now? I'm not. Le- I'm telling y'all right now, he has one bad playoff game. I'm not letting it go. You know how many, you know how many I'm not letting it go. Right now? If he Third. goes next week, or if they got to go to Philly and he th- and he's a dud, I don't want to hear he's a rookie. I don't want to hear it's his first time. And I don't want to hear none I'll of be that. Disappointed. I don't want to hear none of that because as my whole. I'm not going to let it go all year long. To start this, my whole point to start this was Kyle Shanahan got the rookie nerves out of his. Quarterback in the first half, and this should be done now. 
That's what I'm saying. They should be done now. You want to make the point Seattle start tackles at rookie tackles? Those tackles started 17 games. Their rookie season is over. They should be done with that now. They should nah, be done playoff, with that not now. Playoffs, not in the playoffs. Brock Purdy not in the playoffs. started five games, four games. And it was, all, and it was his first playoff And game. you know when he came out in his first playoff game? First 15 minutes looked shaky as can be. Looked like an earthquake out there. You know what he did since then? Steadied it. In part because of the play calling by Kyle Shanahan. Okay. And he illustrated the same thing with his play calling in the last three playoff runs with Jimmy Garoppolo because anytime he attempted 30 so more where's, passes, where's this he great, lost. Okay, so then where's, he this, lost. where's this great He went so badly. Where's this great Shanahan play calling? He went so badly. Where's this great Shanahan uh, play nah, call? Nah, I didn't when, interrupt you. He wanted so nah, like times already. Jimmy Garoppolo Stop. so badly, he mortgaged the entire future of his organization with three picks. It's a Russell Wilson-type deal for Trey Lance, and the 49ers are right here in the playoffs as, and when the, and the Broncos are the worst team in football. Oh, I wonder what that is. It has to do with the quarterback position, I'm sure. Mm. So you're telling me that Kyle Shanahan wanted to get rid – he wanted – Garoppolo gone so bad that he mortgaged the future on Trey Lance, who he himself sat at a press conference one day. And everybody across the board can see that the guy was not ready to be a starting quarterback in, in the NFL with the 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 small, teeny what? drip sampling that we saw from Trey Lance in college. You're telling me that Shanahan's so good that he saw a guy that had under 10 starts in college and say, I want to get rid of the quarterback that took me to a Super Bowl, took me to conference championship games, and actually went on the road last year, won me two playoff games, had me up 10 in SoFi, and my secondary decided to say, well, we're going to let Cooper Cup run two post routes, and just let Matthew Stafford throw him the football. That same coach is so smart and saw the future so well that he's like, yeah, we'll take Purdy in the third because he's going to be the guy that's going to lead us in the playoffs in 2022. No, he took Purdy in the seventh because he needed quarterback Stop depth. Playing with me, but the man. reason why, I mean, you know what? You know what, guys? This is exactly what you do. You trade the number three pick in 2021, your, number, your first rounder in 2021, 2022, and 2023, and your third rounder in 2022. 2022 to keep a guy. That's exactly why you trade one, two, three, four, five. It sounds like a hey, yeah. That's exactly why you do it to keep a guy. It's Martin and VJ. Y'all hear how to you live from is. the TireRack.com studios. <laughs> you know, no, no, no. I'm, no, no hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me say something real quick. Y'all hear how hype Martin is about this right now. Like I told you, bro. Like, bro, you already know how I get. I'm trying to go easy on you. I really well, am. I'm just saying. I, no, look, no, no. Hold on. No, let hold me finish. On. Let me I finish. I told you the moon. I'm trying I told you to the go moon easy. is in the sky at I'm night. I'm trying to like, go easy. What are you talking about? No, 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 no. I'm trying to go easy on you. I really am. But you guys all know, as well as I do, it, it, you could give me this. No. Oh, it's never. It's only done by this guy. To, okay. No, I didn't say he didn't play a great game today. That's not what I said. I, I said it I, wasn't close to what. Let me finish. It wasn't close to what I said. Okay. It's not close to what I said. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about Brock Purdy. I simply said he looked more nervous to me earlier. It mm-hmm. wasn't. It wasn't that he he, mm-hmm. he was doing anything wrong. I didn't say he did anything wrong. I said he looked nervous, but I expected that. Human nature. Rookie quarterback. First playoff game at home. You're trying to really. Solidify yourself, mom and dad and girlfriend, everybody hugging and kissing stance. That's all I said about the guy. But now you're making me go the route of he better keep. No, no, no. Let me finish. 
He I better keep what this looks up. Like when he's not he better, he better keep this up. Are you? I'm telling you, I will be insufferable about the San Francisco 49ers and Brock Purdy. You guys know I can do it. All you listeners out there that amazing. listen to me, all the platforms I'm on, you guys know how I get down. I'm trying to take it easy and let you just say, okay, great performance. All right, bet he better From he the- better keep this going. Look, no, 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 not great. His not great performance. Historically great performance okay. in the last five uh, my, years. My, my bad. My bad. Not Hold on, great. Let me say, let I didn't say, say that. Let me say it for you. And I didn't say, say that. Historically great performance in the Steve last did. six years. Historically great performance in the last six years. Congratulations, Mr. Brock Purdy. I didn't say it. He Steve better said it. now. Now I'm to the. Now I'm at the table. He better keep it going. Then I he better he keep it going. The minute he don't play well, y'all already know what's coming, man. What we got next? Whatever you'd like to talk about. No, nah, what's next, man? We've got been the cutting rundown you right here. Show, you know, whatever you'd like to go. You want to keep Pete Carroll. Come on, let's talk about Pete Carroll, man. Let's, let's talk about Pete Carroll because they Pete lost Carroll. this game. Uh, where would you have Pete, man? Did you see the video? First of all, did you see the video of him bootlegging in practice and no. throwing and throwing oh, passes well, at 71 years old? I, yeah. It was a salute moment for me, man, because the guy's seven, dude, 71 years old. I know 71-year-old people who can't even stand up straight. And I'm not knocking or trying to make fun of anybody, but just the youth that this guy still has in his body, man. And I I, I was always out on Pete Carroll because I really hated the way that he tucked tail and ran out of USC and left Reggie Bush holding all the evidence. And Reggie was the one that really got scolded and got punished for where Pete Carroll was allowed to come back and put in the USC Hall of Fame before Reggie Bush was. So, But he has really won me over probably the last five years of watching him coach football. And you see older guys normally get a little grumpy and stuff. Pete's just happy. He's out there rolling out on bootlegs and practice throwing passes, man. And it really started to make me look at him and go, you know what? I think we really have underrated what a great football coach and a great, I, I think a player's coach of men that Pete Carroll is. And, that, and that's why I put that in the rundown because I just now, I thought I just thought about, it was a it was no. a, a salute moment. And look what he did with this team again this year. People were picking him to tank. People were picking him to finish last. They do back into the playoffs, but they get there. It's like the Dolphins. They back into the playoffs, but they get there. And there's no sign of him shutting down and retiring, walking away. You got a 30-something-year-old Sean McVay out here in L.A. that was almost ready to so, walk away. I just want to say salute to Pete me, Carroll, man. The thing that impresses me about Pete Carroll, uh, especially, he is of the Tomlin, the Tomlin, uh, Belichickian, the, these guys who are, again, like the general manager of the coaches, okay? You have a GM who selects the players. Yeah. Then you have a guy who manages the coaches. And I think there's something to the fact that you have, all right, just let's look at the same division. A Cliff Kingsbury, who is going to be focused on his offense and let the defense and the special teams, hey, I'm going to hire this former head coach and this former head coach to run my other it two units. Seem like he focused on the offense. And, the way but, they look but, this year. and that's, but also part, you know, and that's part and parcel. Goodness. Like if you're going to focus on one thing, it better look it like Sean McVay. It better be good. It right? better be good. But yeah. the thing about it is is I find that these kind of coaches who are managing other coaches, their floor is much higher, okay? Maybe there's a top on the ceiling, okay? But the floor is much higher, yeah. and there's a level of responsibility that goes into coaching each group. Think about this Seahawks team, all right? Two rookie tackles, rookie cornerbacks. Rookie running back. Rookie running back. Yeah. Those guys are going to have an up-and-down year, 
However, at the end of the day, are you leaving this season feeling good about what you have? Absolutely, if yeah, you're Seattle. Absolutely. Same thing in Pittsburgh. And all you those feel picks. great about the way you ended this season. You have youthful exuberance. You may have an answer. Pittsburgh's got to fix that line, though. But, they feel great about it. But you it, feel but good about yeah, the way this season yeah. ended, all right? You started out terrible. And you ended it fighting for a playoff spot. You Seattle, you ended the season fighting for a playoff spot, ended up getting in. I think that's the thing and the testament that we see. And as we see all these coaches coming around, this coaching carousel go, think about this. What is the floor? What is the floor yeah. with your guy, all right? That's the thing that you have to Where pay attention to. Where would you have Pete to. Carroll if you had to put together, just say like a top 10 to 15 of football coaches of all time? Is he? Does he make that list for you? Oh, no, I, I, I probably need some more Super Bowls there. Really? Not yeah. so, not so to, not make, even to top, make like a top five of all time? Not, like, not but, top five, top 10 to 15. But, I mean, are you going, listening today, Martin? Listen, I, <laughs> you said top five. No, I, I responded not. to top five. I said you know, top Coming up next, Uncle VJ's Corner. We're going to break. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Martin and VJ coming to you live from Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live from the TireRack.com studios. Coming up next, Uncle VJ's Corner. All right, everybody, gather around. <laughs> it's that time of the week. Oh, man. It's that time of the day. I've been telling y'all, man. You know what time it is. Yes, it's time for everyone's favorite uncle. And you add the cherry on the top. It's time for Uncle VJ's Corner. Yes, sir. Uncle VJ's Corner, man. Welcome, everybody, to another good, quick episode of Uncle VJ's Corner. I'm sitting over here chilling on the park, benching the rain, getting drenched out here in L.A., but we need the rain. Trust me. Everybody's complaining. Trust me. Los Angeles needs it after the summer and dryness we just had, man. I want to start this week's 
Uncle VJ's Corner with letting you guys know up front. I'm not giving away an award this week. I'm preparing one, though, because I saw a story last night that really struck a different type of happy nerve in me. Quarterback C.J. Stroud from the Ohio State Buckeyes has not declared to go to the NFL yet. And the minute I saw this, I said, you know what? This kid's winning me. He already was – I was already a fan. I knew he plays for Ohio State. Everybody knows I'm a big Michigan fan. But I saw him in high school out here. Rancho Cucamonga called one of the college uh, – one of his high school playoff games when he was out here for Fox Sports West High School Prep Zone. But the fact that he is not declared tells me he's thinking about going back to Ohio State next year. And I know people are going to say, but you could get hurt. You go to the NFL now. He's going to be a top draft pick. You want to play for the Houston Texans? You want to play for the Indianapolis Colts? Two places that are a you-know-what show right now with no coaches. Bad, bad, neither one of them have a coach, right? GMs are fired. The owners are crazy. The front office are ridiculous. The ownership's bad. The situations there are bad. If I'm C.J. Stroud, I don't want to play for neither one of those teams. So what does C.J. Stroud do? C.J. Stroud stays cool, calm, and collected and doesn't make a rash decision. Bryce Young announced right after the Sugar Bowl, I'm gone. I'm out of here. And people are going to think I'm weird for this too. If I'm Bryce, I come back. The, the, the thrill to run to the NFL, guys, just isn't as, 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 as tempting as it used to be for a lot of these quarterbacks coming out of school, especially with NIL deals and some of these front offices being so bad and really ruining quarterbacks. The Chicago Bears have the number one overall pick. They're talking about drafting a quarterback, and you have Justin Fields. You got to put weapons around him. So what are you going to do, draft another quarterback that you don't have weapons for? It makes no sense. But Mr. C.J. Stroud, if you ever hear this, sir, let me tell you something man. I respect that. I respect the fact that you're thinking, you know what? I want to think a little better for my season. You got Marvin Harrison Jr. coming back. You got Ibuka. I don't want to mispronounce anybody's name. I think it's Ibuka, the other receiver, coming back. You got uh, Henderson's coming back. Like, you want to go back. Don't you want to beat Michigan? Don't you want to win the Big Ten? That one point lost to Georgia. A lot of people say, oh, Georgia didn't win that game. Ohio State lost that game. You don't want to leave on that sour note, man. And not making a rash decision really showed me, brother, that you got the three C's to be a vanilla, brother. So this week I'm not giving an award away. But I am preparing it. Mr. C.J. Stroud, sir, you are on the clock. January 16th, which is Monday, is the deadline for these kids to declare. We normally don't see that type of talent wait till the last minute to declare it is a real thing. I picked up 75 Ohio State fan page followers on Twitter because I cut a video and tagged him and tagged Ohio State, and they're feeling me. They're like, yeah, you're right. He should come back. Of course, there's some people like, no, go to the league. Go to the league. You don't want to go play for the Houston Texans. You don't want to go play for the Indianapolis Colts. You want to beat Michigan. You want to win the Big Ten, and you want to try to right the wrong in the college football playoff. And you know what, my man? I respect that. So until you make a decision, you haven't won the award yet. So this week, I will just say, Mr. C.J. Stroud, I am preparing a Vanilla Brother Award for you of the week, week, week. But I, what I don't understand, though, is I get that you can make more money. I mean, first of all, I don't know if it's true. I need to have more research on that. I should be a more informed host. Uh, what the numbers are in terms of NIL versus first-round pick. But the thing that I'm missing is I get the Texans think now, and – and uh, the Colts stink now, but next year won't the number one team stink then too? Like they, like but the front office may not be as as bad, Martin. That those situations right now, dude, are horrific. Those situations are horrific. I know both things that uh, uh, Harbaugh, it's his, it's his call is Harbaugh. It's going to go coach there. Why would you go deal with that? 
Why would you leave the confines of what you got going on right now? If Harbaugh wants to leave Michigan, fine. Don't go to Indianapolis, dude. That place isn't – if not for Peyton Manning, I'm old but enough I, to say this. I, if not for on, Peyton Manning, on, that place would never – I want to yes. stick on your your brother of the week, Stroud, because the thing, uh, the thing that I'm on – I just – it feels like next year the next teams will be bad as well, and they'll still be messed up. There's no promise the Texans won't be to have the next pick next year. Yeah, but they're going to take a quarterback this year, though. So they're not going to take CJ next year. Or the, 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 the Bears. But you know what I'm saying? Like, the high picks are going to be the high picks. I don't know. We'll get into more of it at the top of the hour. Plus, Chargers and the Jaguars. Martin and VJ, Fox Sports Radio on Super Wild Card Weekend. That's right, Martin and VJ are broadcasting live from the Tyrac.com studios. Tyrac.com will help you get there with an unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. Tyrac.com is the way tire buying should be. Martin Weiss, VJ Husky, until 10 p.m. Eastern time. Super Wild Card Weekend in play. VJ, first of all, I hate that name, which is why I call it Super Wild Card Weekend. Why do you hate it? Because it like Super Bowl sounded really, really cool in 19. 1966. You know what I'm saying? Was, so what do you want to call it? I don't have an answer, but I don't I, I don't have the answer right now. I just I just don't care for it. But that's why I kind of make fun of it every time they say it. Super wildcard weekend. We have one game in the books as the 49ers defeat the Seattle Seahawks send them pack. And we just spent some time talking about Pete Carroll. In a second, we'll go forward talking about the uh, Chargers and the Jaguars. But right now, as the uh, pregame show with more people than a football team, <laughs> Sunday night and football in America, they could start. They My could, girl Maria. Look, I'm saying they have a full offensive line skill position set yeah. out there uh, pre, uh, previewing this game. All 11 they could fit on the roster right there with the amount of people they have previewing it. But I want to – your uncle – your uncle VJ's corner. Yes. Vanilla brother of the week. Yes. There we go. Preparing. To, preparing. Now, he didn't want it yet, but it's being prepared It's a potential nominee. Yes. Uh, C.J. Stroud. Yes. And I thought it was something I wanted to bust out. And have this conversation for a little bit before we dive back into the NFL because C.J. Stroud has not yet announced his future plans. Most people assumed the draft declaration would come whenever the postseason run ended. Well, that ended in 2022. We are 14 days into to 2023, mm-hmm. and we are yet to hear what C.J. Stroud's plans are. Technically, it ended at 12:01. 12:01. All right, it was yeah. the first. The, the, it was the first thing to occur in uh, 2023. Yes. A baby was born. They printed the name, and then the so. first loss. The first loss in college football in 2023 belongs to the Ohio State Buckeyes. So, of the NFL draft, C.J. Stroud said this to Zach Gelb of CBS Sports Radio. Quote, I have a lot more to do, hopefully, before that moment comes. I don't know what I'm going to do yet, but I would like to just tell them, you'll get the hardest worker in the building. I feel like I've yet to hit my ceiling. So much room to improve, a lot to learn, not from not only college, but also at the next level. And, but I think my best ball is ahead of me. I definitely think my play speaks for itself. Accuracy jumps off the charts, and then he goes on to selling himself in the way that a draft prospect probably should. Oh, my goodness. They're in a pool in Jacksonville. That's just that. Has it's to be 40 disgusting. degrees. Well, either that's got to be heated too, because it's 40 degrees there tonight. It's still, I mean, that's that's got to be gross. My the, my my germaphobe in enter is just anyway. Back to C.J. Stroud. He hasn't declared for the NFL draft, which is something that you know Michael Vick has told me personally. Had he had the opportunity to make five hundred thousand dollars at Virginia Tech, he would have stayed. He would have stayed. He would have yep. stayed mm-hmm. in at, in Blacksburg and not gone and been a number one pick in the draft. He had to get Mama out of the house that they were in, so he had to go and earn because he was the earning ticket, right? Yep. yep. The difference here is C.J. Stroud is the second highest paid football, second highest paid college football player 
in the NCAAs right now, doubling or I mean coming in at about two point seven million. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, obviously CJ Stroud slated to be a top five pick. Just for record, the the top four picks in the NFL draft last year all signed for somewhere in the record and somewhere up at the top five picks signed for over thirty million dollars in the next over four years. Okay. So that's that's a bit more than three million a year. And you get the the you know the guarantee as much as it is of multiple year contracts. If you're C.J. Stroud, redshirt sophomore this year, no, mm-hmm. he has two more years of eligibility left at Ohio State. So you can come back his junior year and then come back his senior year. As I talk through this more, I really kind of th- I think I come into I'm coming to your side mm-hmm. less about the organizations in the NFL because I still think the bad teams are going to have the first overall pick and you don't get bad. Like, let's think about when's the last time the Seahawks had a number one overall pick, talking about B. Carroll or the Patriots or the Steelers or, you know, generally it's, we see this, the Texans, it's the Jaguars. We see about to take on uh, the, the Chargers coming up soon. But we see generally it's, it, it's, it's a, it is a familiar place around the top five picks in the NFL. So I don't know about, about that, but I would just think, all right, I have the opportunity to go out junior year, yep. earn, and if I get hurt, a la Blake Corum, I'll come back as a senior, and probably a lot of the 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 even if I'm going up against Caleb Williams in the draft, I don't. What do I care? All yeah. right, I'll be the seventh pick, or the fifth pick, or the or fifth the fourth, pick, or the fourth right. pick, or, or, or even exactly. the even the seventeenth pick. Yep. Right. Yep. The ninth pick, the eleventh. It does. It doesn't matter. Here, here's my here's my thing with it, and I'm gonna stick on the team thing with in the NFL because I think that's a piece of it. The money aspect of it, I, it's it's there now, but I don't think it's as major as people are making it. We saw this with John Elway. We saw this with Eli Manning. The, there's more information with social media and with people that are just happy to run their mouth and tell people's business and owners and, 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 and billionaires and multimillionaires wanting to have their face and their business all out. There's more information for you to gather about who you're going to go work for. I, I really do hope this is the turn of sports where – Instead of the the franchise picking apart a player and you're off the field and all your so-called character issues, I really hope this is the change where players can now go, well, hold on. You're GM such and such and such and such. You're VP of operations such and such and such and such. Why do you have a different GM every three to four years? Because the GM is going to hire the head coach. The head coach is going to hire the offensive coordinator. That is a direct reflection to the quarterback. Franchises have ruined quarterbacks, and I'm and I'm. I think C.J. Stroud could be the kid that starts to turn and go. You know what? I don't have to leave. Yes, I am making two point one million dollars. The difference is three something, three and some change, four and some change, or what have you. But if I double that back up, plus get another NIL deal, pick up some sponsorships, we're seeing DJ Uyunglele and Doctor Doctor Pepper commercials. Bryce Young is already in Doctor Pepper commercial. That's aside from his NIL deal, ladies and gentlemen. That's a sponsorship deal. That's an endorsement. Excuse me, not sponsorship. That's an endorsement deal he's still getting bread off of that too so there's a lot of perks out there man and I just think that those are two franchises the Texans and the Colts I don't want to go to but in college like you said he's just a redshirt sophomore two more years of eligibility the whole oh what if he gets hurt guys he's got two more years of eligibility it would have to be catastrophic it doesn't medicine is different it would literally have to be career ending yeah thank you because medicine is different whatever season ending injury he had he could come back you could come back from it so even if he even if he tore his knee up a la Blake Corum Right, exactly. You have an entire at least Knee, six games of a season, matter. doesn't I mean, matter. A six yeah. game season to come back or whatever. Like medicine is different. But now, you know man. what I was thinking this, 
CJ Stroud, according to this website, rookieroad.com. So I don't I don't know. I know this. He's driving something super nice. But he was recently promoted by Sarconi Auto Gallery, Saccaroni, mm-hmm. my opponent, my apologies, who awarded him with a hundred fifty thousand dollar Bentley. And okay? he also has a two hundred thousand dollar Benz. But here's the deal. <laughs> if he's in the league, he probably gotta buy the Bentley. Exactly. He gotta buy the buy the Bentley. Exactly. Benz. Right now, he's renting it for free. Yeah. And that's what these pro athletes do anyway. They don't keep these cars long anyway, man. It's just it's it's only until your teammate pulls up in the next new thing. You guys remember broke the thirty for thirty where Andre Risen talked about pulling up in a Porsche, and then the next day a teammate pulled up in a Porsche where you could do the gear shifts on the steering wheel. He goes out the next day and buys the exact same Porsche. So we've seen these guys do this. I, that's why I used it as my vanilla brother of the week in my uncle VJ's corner because when I saw this, I thought there were so many legs to it, and that it was so interesting that he's a guaranteed top five to top seven pick if you look at the draft he's not sliding past the Raiders not only that when you look at the when you look at what teams this season I mean the open taking from the the, from the Colts and then the way that other teams this season manipulated their draft operations to try to end up around this first overall pick yeah like it was pretty blatant this season how they were trying to maneuver for arms not not only that something else I want to push back to where people go well the same teams are going to be bad guys we are seeing teams trade players and trade picks in the NFL like never before and we're finding out that teams that are in the playoffs have a top 10 pick so it's not going to be just all nine bad teams there's going to be at least two teams that were 500 below 500 or right under 500 in the playoffs that are going to have a top 10 pick because of all these draft pick and trades that we are now seeing. San Francisco gave away a bunch. Uh, the, the Dolphins ended up inheriting a bunch. Think about it. The Dolphins had two first-round top 10 picks, and they finished at 500 and above 500 the two previous years. They weren't supposed to pick there, but because of the Laramie Tunsil trade, they got those picks back early and were still a 10-6 and six team and still had the number 5 overall pick. So don't count on oh, the same teams are going to be bad. No, they're not. People are going to move. People are going to be traded. And then also, last point, on this, there is a huge quarterback carousel coming this year. The likes I don't think we've ever seen before with some of the names that I don't think we've ever seen that type of level before. I know Tom Brady's old. I get it. But at the end of the day, what are we going to be talking about, guys? Where's Tom Brady going? Where's Aaron Rodgers going? These quarterbacks are going to be available. I, I just think CJ's camp and him, smartly, they're looking at all of this, man. And if I'm him, I stay. I don't come. If you're CJ, Martin, right now, gun to your head. Do you come out or you stay? I'll probably come out. Okay. I'm staying. I'll probably come out. I'm staying. But I, I say this. It is a closer decision than it's ever been. Yes. And for for the first time ever, in my estimation, there's real there's real pull to stay besides like things that ultimately do not matter to the bottom line as like tradition and unfinished business and so on and so forth. And like forth. you said, and if you don't have to save the family. That's like if you don't so have to like, save the family. So like to me, because that's what because me. Yeah. You, you want you want me. Okay, hold on. Wait a minute. Wait. Hold on. Wait a minute. I'm living in a two bedroom apartment. Yeah, I got with yep. six people. Yeah, I know. And you want me to stay here? That's different. To, for the love of the game, because I you, love this town. But if you're already making two point yeah, seven million exactly, in I've already college, got them out of thank there. you. You've already got them out, out of there. Exactly. You've and already you know got them out of there. The other thing too is the difference between. You know, you see, you see, uh, Geno Smith, for example, mm-hmm. uh, uh, a couple of weeks ago, he was making the, the Jets were playing the Seahawks, okay? Yep. And the reporters essentially were giving him every lob attempting to try to dunk on the C- uh, the Jets. Yeah. And he's like, yo, I, I'm not going to do that. Nope. Like, I'm not going to talk about the GM, whatever, because they gave me an opportunity. Yep. Now, did it work out? 
No, but I'm not going to be the one to sit up here and talk bad about Joe Douglas who drafted me because he picked me when, when quote, unquote, nobody else believed in me, right? Now, the, 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 first the veracity of that statement, mm-hmm. you know, you would have found somebody else to believe in you a little bit later, Gino, you know, but I get I get where you're coming from, bro. I feel you, and that's real, and that's genuine. So I, I think now the difference between that is, hey, man, you know, I'm sitting there like, hey, man, Michigan took care of me. Michigan changed my life at 18, 19 years old. I feel I love maybe a slight level of obligation to stay. Look at DJ Uyunglele. He could have came out this year, and I know he transferred, and I know things went south there. But if DJ comes out this year, you can't tell me DJ's not a top two round pick. You can't tell me that because all oh, you need I is one GM. No, no, here's, here's my thing, though. I don't know. You guys only need one GM to think I got the or one head coach of GM to sit in the room and go, no. I got him. No, no, trust me. I can work with him. Dabble don't know what the hell he's doing. I got him. He didn't have Mike Williams. He didn't have the Clemson receivers that Trevor Lawrence had. Trevor Lawrence had, had Travis Etienne. Deshaun Watson had Travis Etienne. He didn't have those guys that year. No, no. Take him. Will work. Trust me. Somebody would have drafted him in the top two rounds this year because off the P word, potential. The potential of what he can be. But you wake it, you making all that, you making all that Dr. Pepper money? Oh, I'll just transfer to Oregon well, State. To I'll go point, back to the West Coast to where your I'm point, from. To your point. All right, guys, to me, I think he's a fourth-round pick. You say he's a second-round pick. Yeah, he's a second-round pick. But that's the window, right? That's generally what the window will be if you got your you know, type of grade, second, third-round grade. Mm-hmm. Well, he don't got to worry about that. Like that's that's that to me is a no brainer. Yeah, he's you know making more saying? money with Dr. Pepper so than no, a third or fourth said, round pick. Exa- and that's the thing that, to your point, I've I've had to take for a long time. We should abolish the draft, and people are like, "Oh, oh what? Whoa, oh, what? What? Really? Uh huh." There's no other. There is no other place in America besides professional sports in which the most talented people do not. There's not a. There's not a bidding you can't for their pick service. Where you go? Oh. There's not a bidding for your service. Like hmm. there's. There's no other place where like if you are the best. Uh, you know, the, the, if you're the best sideline reporter, yeah. for example, as I sit here and watch uh, the NBC broadcast, there's generally bidding for your services, and then you enter into a contract, and once that contract is up, there's bidding for your services again. Like music artists, right? You could pick whether you want to sign with Bad Boy. If you're the best rapper, you could. I get what you say. You could pick if you want to sign with Electra or Bad Boy or Def. Okay, I get what you. Yeah, like, that, when that I was is at, true. when Sports I was at the University is, of Michigan, yeah, and I was walking through, and I would see career fairs. They're recruiting. Us, yeah, not the other way around. Yeah, true. It's not the other. You're, you're like, it's not. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And don't get me wrong. You go through your interview process and, and so on and so which forth. Which I hate. I hate interviews. But you only apply to places. You only go through the interview process of which places you apply you want, to. Where you want to, or where you want to be. Yeah, yeah. Right? I got you. I got so you. So, but like, so in the NFL, the core would be. You know, all right, I'm only going to interview with the places that I want to go because there's never going to be a place where I end up going with Company X because I only want to work for Company Y, C, or Z. And if you did, we'd rip you apart because we we would sit and go, oh, you should be, you should be, you're lucky, you should be blessed that you you even got to the NFL. And that, you know what? That's an interesting point. I don't know about abolishing the draft, but the premise of the way that you're bringing it up as the the, the simple fact that these guys get picked apart, they get torn up and down, you get pulled into a room, and it's like I don't even really want to play for you. I I want to play in the NFL. I don't want to play, but this is the process that I have to go through. That's interesting. I don't know how you do that, though, and abolish the draft because then everybody can't go to every team. There's only 53 spots. I understand that, but, you know, somehow colleges fill out their rosters. 
Yeah. I, I yeah. mean, that's, that's ultimately what it would end up being. Instead of recruitment, you would have to build an organization. You'd that, kill parity then. But you'd you have kill parity. You uh, would. And, yeah. Well, get better. Because then that means because that better. means that means get uh, Jerry Jones can go get the top quarterback, the top left tackle, the top linebacker, and the top corner all in one year. Because it, he's got the well, money, you know. Yeah, uh, that's, that's what, ah. if, if you can okay, buy him, <laughs> if you can afford well, baseball, it, baseball if you can afford years. it, baby, spend the money. Baseball did it for you. Football no fans, be cap. sure to tune in to Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM on Sunday morning, three hours before kickoff. That's right. Tune in to Sunday morning, 10 a.m. Eastern, as we take you live all the way to kickoff on Fox Sports Radio, the iHeartRadio app, presented by BetMGM. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Martin and VJ coming to you live from the Tyrac.com studios as Trevor Lawrence threw an interception on the first drive of his playoff career and H. Austin Eckler creeped on into the end zone <laughs> from about 20 yards out. It looked like Jacksonville is trailing right now. The Chargers 7 and nothing. Doug Peterson's got his play call sheet over his face. He's over very <laughs> serious. He's over there calling up bubble screens and handoffs and deep shots for Trevor Lawrence. Then his long-haired self. BJ, can, I, can I say real quick? You can say whatever you like. I, I, enjoy, I enjoy the music, brother. Thank you very much. The music, the music. Thank you very much. The oh, you're welcome. Today, right, TLC and Janet Jackson back to back, baby. Well, thank you, brother. The reason why I played TLC is because you brought up Andre Risen. Yeah, ah, I remember. Oh, yeah, yeah. Then she light his house yeah. on fire or yeah. something like that. Yeah, she put she put all his clothes in his in the bathroom. That's right. in, in the bathroom hot tub and lit it on fire and it burnt down that part of his mansion. And you know what made Andre Risen so real? He sat right on TV on MTV and said, "I still love her." 
I that's said, love right I there, still, man. He said, Thank you. That's she. He said, I still love her. That's that's real. That made me. I was like, you know what? Bad Moon Rising. Chris Berman used to call him Bad Moon. Bad Moon Rising is my guy. I used to love me some Andre Rising when I played high school football. But anyway, I appreciate the music, brother. Thank you so much for that. I, that gave uh, me a little energy. Played against Andre Rising Jr. Shut up. Did you? Yeah. That's what's in up. Michigan. Oh, it was okay. nothing, nothing, not very anything official. You know what I'm saying? But hey, we like how you played against him. You got all that better. No, I just, I just nah, want, I want to be that. clear because there's sometimes you know there's box scores out there from when I played against DJ Augustine and he retired me as wow, a wow. You played against DJ Augustine, the best waves and shape up in the history of the NBA. He retired me as a pro at uh, about 14 years old. He gave it to you. Man, I mean, not just me. He wasn't picky, okay? Yeah, <laughs> he, he wasn't gave picky. it to you. But this, this guy, <laughs> this guy, I'll tell you the edited story. This guy walked in the gym, a summer league game, Brother Martin versus Jesuit. God, 2004, okay. maybe 03. It was either my eighth grade or ninth grade year. He had a splint or something, a shunt or something on his right hand, right? So, and, and DJ Augustine, right-handed, right? So, he had something where his, you know, his wrist was bothering him. Mm-hmm. This guy, summer league games, eight-minute quarters, four quarters, 32 minutes, running clock, okay? Mm-hmm. Five-minute breaks. Okay. He had 42 points. Damn. That's more points than minutes in the game. And, like, we were good. Like, we weren't like no, we no slouch. You know what I'm saying? Like, like we beat – we would go into Brother Martin and win games. You know, we would beat them. We would go beat Rumble. We would go beat these other – anybody in New Orleans. This is the most inside radio out. But DJ Augustine from New Orleans originally transferred to Texas after Hurricane Katrina. Yeah, he, he let me know I'd be going pro in something other than basketball. <laughs> my, my only pro guy- here's the thing. We were the same, we were the same height. We were the same height and he was mm. only a year older than me. So I was like, if, if this is the best dude I've ever seen walk, lace him up. And I had played against Greg Monroe, too. But, like, this is the best dude I've ever seen lace him up right here, right now. Greg Monroe and if played. This guy, this guy, if this guy is not a pro, I'm, like, I don't know what's going to – I don't know what a pro is. I just knew he was the best I seen. You're close to my nephew's age, Kendall Marshall, because he played uh, AAU basketball against Greg Monroe yeah. and then played I with Greg Monroe. K- Kendall Marshall played yeah, college okay. basketball when I was in college. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> I remember right. being oh, you're in right. my you're dorm right. You're right. watching okay. Michigan State, North Carolina. Yeah. Okay. You're right. Yeah. So he, he – uh, I, I saw Greg Greg Monroe in high school. The only pro I ever played against was in 1992. I played against Eddie George. He went to Fork Union Academy, and I was at Fishburn Military Academy, and he was the running back, a man among boys. I don't have a one-on-one story to tell because football is just, you know, you go out there and make tackle. And I played corner, so I wasn't in the mix of, you know, getting face-to-face with Eddie George. But I remember the whispers of, yeah, he's going to Ohio State. He's going to Ohio State. And I was like, yeah, he looks like he's going D1. He was huge. That's when the guys used to wear the short jerseys. I'm that old. When guys used to tuck their jerseys under their shoulder pads, to show their abs, yeah, he had. Uh, abs. I'm yeah. hip. Yeah. Now I, uh, I, I had a, uh, I had some good high school competition pre Katrina, and then actually post Katrina when I moved to Michigan. Uh, Kalen Lucas was on a team ah, in our Kaylin district. Kalen Lucas, Kaylin okay. Lucas, who okay. I know, you know, we're going to talk about a cautionary NIL tale because he for, at five seven. Oh my goodness, Trevor Lawrence is throwing another interception. I'll let Steve DeSager tell the rest in just a second. If he's ready, I'll go to him right now. That's Steve. not his fault. That's, <laughs> a, sorry, that's like, not his fault though. I don't want to step on the update with the game that's currently going on. There's been a big change. Uh, Steve DeSager, are you ready to do trending? There we go. There we go. We had two turnovers, first two drives for the Jacksonville Jaguars at home tonight. We're not even five minutes into this NFL wildcard game. The Chargers have the ball again. They're already up 7-0 on the road. Early, second play from scrimmage, 
Trevor Lawrence was intercepted on a ball tipped at the line of scrimmage. couple plays later, Austin Eckler with a 13-yard touchdown run. Here, Jacksonville had fourth and seven. Instead of trying about a 50-yard field goal, they passed, and it was intercepted by Asante Samuel Jr. So Charger ball around the 40-yard line, their own 7 nothing. L.A. leads on the road. Chargers, of course, without wide receiver Mike Williams, probably for the postseason, out with the back injury. Test showed a fracture. San Francisco dominated the second half at home against Seattle. 41-23 the final. The Niners have won 11 straight games, including beating Seattle a couple of times during that stretch. They went 3-0 head-to-head with the Seahawks, including regular season. Geno Smith, two touchdown passes, two turnovers. Brock Purdy advances in the postseason. The rookie had four total touchdowns, 332 yards passing. In the loss, D.K. Metcalf of Seattle, 10 receptions, 136 yards. There are three more wildcard games on Sunday, including the one from Minnesota indoors on Fox TV, 4.30 p.m. Eastern time tomorrow. The Giants visit the Vikings. There's a game Monday night, Dallas at Tampa Bay, and then quote, super wildcard weekend will conclude. To the NBA, Miami beat Milwaukee 111-95. Giannis Antetokounmpo of the Bucks was out again with a sore knee. Meanwhile, the Boston Celtics going for yet another win are leading 83-80 at the Hornets. It's a late third quarter right now. A Boston win would be their sixth straight. It would put them at 32-12 on the season. College hoops, number two Kansas beat number 14 Iowa State 62-60. Fourth-ranked Alabama pounded LSU 106-66. Kentucky won at number five Tennessee 63-56. Plenty of upsets. All these teams lost on the road in the top 25. Arizona Arizona lost at Oregon. Kansas State lost at TCU. Arkansas lost at Vanderbilt. Miami lost in overtime at NC State. Losses also for Wisconsin, for Providence, Missouri, and Duke. Again in the NFL playoffs, opening minutes of this game at Jacksonville. 7-0 Chargers with the ball again in the first quarter. Back to you. Thanks, Steve. Sorry for throwing to you a little bit early, but I'm just watching this football, and it's like he's about to tell me all the rest of it. I'm like, but I don't know what else to say. I can't stop it. I'm sorry. Martin and VJ coming to you live from the TireRack.com studios, brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Now, I will say this. Of the quarterbacks making first starts today, I would have not expected... Brock Purdy to have the better one so far than Trevor Lawrence, who's has two interceptions. Now that second one looked That's like it should have fault. been a defensive holding at the top of the route, yeah. but it wasn't. And now Justin Herbert in his first postseason start, he's got the ball on his own 41 or 39 yard line and, and the seven point lead. I said this uh, maybe about a month ago. We were talking about just officiating football as Everett, the tight end, this big kid right here. God, he's so good. But this has been one of the worst NFL-officiated seasons that I've seen in the last 15 to 20 years. And I'm talking about blatant missed calls, blatant missed face masks, or pass interference, or holding where everyone in this stadium can see what just happened. And the refs that are on the field, that interception right there, you – 
I've seen guys get flagged for way less than that. You and I were just, well, I was just mentioning during the update, Sauce Gardner, right? Corner of the Jets made all pro. This isn't hater stuff because I'm a Dolphin fan. If you put the film on, he's grabby as hell. He is a grabber. And I, how do you not throw the flag? But you watch another corner just put their hand on a receiver after five yards and just impede their progress just for a split second, and the flag comes out. So that, that interception, I say all that to say, that interception is not on Trevor Lawrence. And when they come back from a commercial break, Doug Peterson is giving the ref the business. Because to him, it's like, how do you not see that? You're the ref standing right there. How do you not throw that flag? And it causes a turnover. We'll see what, where it goes from here. But Jacksonville not looking, not looking too good, man. But I thought last week against Tennessee, that night game, that Sunday night game for them to get in, I thought that that was, you know, the, you know, you had the, the fumble return for a touchdown that got him into the playoffs. That but was offensively, they, it was scary. Oh, dude, it, they were not good. They and Jackson, you and I were both high on them. We talked, talked them up. I go home, you know how I do on the late games. I go home and I restart the game over. I already know the score, but I want to hear the game, hear the commentators. As I'm watching that game, I'm like, man, we just got off air talking Trevor Lawrence up and talking this team up. They look putrid on offense, and you're seeing that kind of again tonight as the Chargers are still driving down the field. It looks like this, man, this one, this one, Mark might be over early too, man. No, I'm know, not. Bro. I'm not going there yet. I'm not going there. No, I'm yet. just looking at the but energy in I the just, field right now. That's well, all. That's in part because you're looking at a robot play quarterback. I mean, he makes and and t- this is Emmanuel Acho's point, and it's a bad point, but I get understand where he's coming from because Justin Herbert makes the seven yard out just look beautiful. He really does. Yeah. He really does. And I'm not trying to make that as some referendum about him as an incredible whatever this or that. Yeah, whatever. But he's, <laughs> when you just look at the ball as he comes out, like it really kind of reminds me of a. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, not in the delivery and, and temerity or anything like that. I know they both have long hair. Hmm. But just in the way that it, when Aaron Rodgers throws the ball, even when it's like a, a, a he misses his guy by seven yards, his just action, his throw action <laughs> and the ball that comes out, it looks like it's a jugs machine shot it out. And it's like, dang, why didn't you catch that? Even though it might be like, oh, actually, that was a bad throw. Three, so you have to go back and tell yourself it was a bad throw. Three best just pure passers that I ever saw. One I had to research because he played before I was born. But just the three best pure passers I ever saw in my life, Johnny Unitas, Dan Marino, and John Elway, as far as guys that can just say hike, take a three or five step drop and just let it go. I'm talking pretty, never a duck. Do you ever remember seeing John Elway throw a duck ever? Like ever. No, Marino. Ever, no, Johnny Unitas. Go put the tape back on. People are, oh, that's the old day. Dude, I don't care what day it was. Just go put the tape on. There's coaches today that will still put on Johnny Unitas tapes to show young quarterbacks. John Gruden was one of them. He used to say he used to put on Johnny Unitas tapes to show young quarterbacks. But I, I, I agree with you. Justin Herbert and Aaron Rodgers. Guys like Tom Brady, too. Tom Brady, I think, has one of the prettiest statuist type releases because he's tall. He's always upright. He never kind of ducks or slouches. And when he releases it looks the same every time I reference I compare it to Jordan's jump shot Michael Jordan's jump shot was the same every single time it never changed all right, uh, I, I'll give you a, a contemporary example. To okay. me, the number one is Clay Thompson. When you look at Clay Thompson, never his changes. form never, never switches up. Never. Where, if, never. He's, if he is uh, shooting a 7-foot or 15-foot bank shot, rather, or if he's shooting a 40-foot three, like the only difference is, 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 is his knees and how long he's trying to jump, it's how high same. he's trying to jump. But when the ball comes out, make or miss, it, the rotation is there. It's always there. And like when, like I said, Herbert, and let's let's be honest, they got another guy on the other side, this too, Trevor Lawrence, when he 
he throws the ball too. Now it's a little bit more erratic. Sometimes he'll miss a guy wide open, as we saw last week. Uh, he missed Zay Jones in the back of the wide end zone. Wide open. But it's it's the way the ball comes out, and it's like it's it's like the, it's not even rotating. But it's right poetry, now, like they said, it's it's poetry mode. A, a basket, another just Detroit Pistons. Let's go Detroit reference right here. Rip Hamilton. That was another. The shot was the same. The rotate every time. Whether it was a three, an eight foot, a fifteen, left, right, center, free throw line, help, didn't matter. It was the same every single time. Well, you don't want to talk about the ultimate creature of habit. My uh, man kept the mask on until yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> until he retired. Exactly. Had no, like, why? Because I got used to wearing the mask. Yeah, I got used to wearing the mask. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying, I got used to wearing the mask. You see everybody else, Kobe, LeBron. As soon as they, as soon as they can take that thing off, they're taking it off. In fact, the, what, who LeBron, took it off and slammed it? I want to think. LeBron took it off in the middle of the game. It and was like, it LeBron that took it off. I and believe slammed so. It? Okay. I, if my memory serves me correct, because uh, yeah, but. Uh, <laughs> Mass LeBron was nasty though, and I know everybody knows I'm not a LeBron guy, but Mass LeBron, because I think he was pissed because somebody hit him in the face. Mass LeBron went on like a week tear of just torching, just oh my god, destroying guys. There are certain eras in NBA history where you got guys who just did things like Mass LeBron or <laughs> Kobe with the court date. <laughs> like, oh god, Kobe, Kobe with the court. court oh my god, Kobe during the court trial. Gee, <laughs> like the guy was landing on top of stables in the helicopter from Colorado and then coming in and dropping thirty six and hitting game winners. Then we get back on a helicopter. Go to the airport and then have to go back. Oh yeah, wow! I miss Mamba. Yeah, it was. It's just him. I was just talking about those types of numbers <laughs> as we watch uh, Cameron Dicker, Dicker the kicker, highest percentage makes by a rookie in NFL history with a minimum of twenty attempts. Attempt a twenty-two yard field goal to give the Chargers a ten-point lead. We'll see if that is converted coming up right here and buckets. Yep. So right now, Trevor Lawrence, Doug Peterson, they got uh they were two and a half point underdogs to start this game and just spotted the Chargers ten. You know this this is not a good spot to be in for a defense that I mean has been a bad rushing defense in yes. the Chargers. Yeah. But if you're gonna sit back, then you know have to just Pass, 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 pass. You're forced to throw the ball. They got Derwin James in the defensive backfield, and they got Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack to come up there and mess with Trevor Lawrence. Maybe, just maybe, that Saturday undefeated streak may have not mattered as much as people were trying to make trends. it out yeah, to I saw be. That, I, saw, I saw that in trends. You, you speak about the defense, 19th ranked overall, but you, like you said, 145 on the ground per game is what the Chargers defense gives up. But if you can't run the football being down, you got to just drop back and throw. And I, I'll say this, dude. I, I'll speak for myself. I won't speak for you. We both – I think we both were kind of anointing Trevor Lawrence last week. I, I, I'm, I thought I, I thought it was a little premature. Once no, I, I sat I, and I watched that game. What I was saying game, was, he I, had had, going into that game, I said he had had his best three games so far of his career. Yeah, and, and that like, and it seemed like the floor. Like what I said, we had seen what the floor was. I think that was the floor. Yes, I don't think he played particularly well last Sunday. He played bad. He didn't play not particularly well. He he played and like I said, if it's not if it's not for the the scoop and score, the strip sack scoop and score, you have to think about it like this: they would have lost a home playoff game to a third string quarterback who didn't look well at all himself. I bet the at, Titans at, in that game at home. Yeah, you did. You told me you bet. Well, that's because you were high on. Uh, I forgot the quarterback's damn name, man. I wasn't Josh, high on Josh Dobbs. I just Josh, thought Josh Dobbs was that much better than Malik Willis. Like if you had told me that Malik Willis was going to be in there, I was like. I don't like their chances one bit, nah. but Josh Dobbs. I mean, yeah, Malik, he's, Malik's he's, my he's guy, but right. he needs a he needs a.
needs an offseason. Malik needs an offseason. He needs they, – they didn't um, – uh, he, he didn't play well this year, so I got to own up to that. That's my guy. I'm going to still call him Malik the Freak. That's still my guy. Liberty uh, University out of my home state, Virginia. Still pulling for you, young man. But I think he needs to put his head down this offseason. Don't do nothing but quarterback. Don't I'm, do nothing I'm telling but you, quarterback. BJ, you've got to go watch the documentary on Hulu, God Forbid. You've got to do it. Is that the name of it? God forbid. God forbid. What's it the about? Name of it. It's about Liberty University. Okay, uh, that's all, right. all I'll tell you. But all you right. gotta watch it. You gotta watch it. I played a high Ma- school game at their at their stadium. Malik so Willis. Uh, it, his name was mentioned in the documentary. Oh. What is worth this? It's on what? Hulu. I don't have Hulu, man. I canceled a bunch of. I went through like the last week or two. I canceled because I'm paying all these streaming uh, services and I don't watch all of them. I'm huge on HBO Max. I love my Prime. I, I haven't watched Netflix in maybe four or five months. I'm on HBO Max heavy right now because they got all my old TV shows, all black TV shows, and so does Hulu Prime. I got all the old black sitcoms that I used to like to watch, so I watch them joints a lot. I'll let you use my login. Yes, okay, that's cool. Coming that's up cool. next, we'll, st- <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll give you a little bit more update on the Jacksonville uh, at Los Angeles Chargers game, but we'll talk to you right now about how let's, – uh, let's get this again. We could talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards, or we could talk about how with Discover you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. I mean, talk about amazing. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms apply. Martin and VJ coming to you live from the Tyrac.com studios, and I see what you did there. Yeah. <laughs> because, VJ, as uh, as the Chargers are driving down the field, 10 to nothing, Justin Herbert, oh, they're not driving down the field anymore. Jaguars force a fourth and five. Looks like we'll see a punt from about midfield. Jacksonville trailing 10 to nothing. However, that's Lenny Kravitz fly away yes. because my your boy, I should say, Cliff Kingsbury, I tell you, there's no <laughs> life better than the one of a fired NFL coach because Cliff Kingsbury said, you know what, New England, you want me to be your offensive coordinator? Eh, I don't I Los Angeles, you want me to be your offensive coordinator? Eh, you know what, I'm buying a one-way ticket to Thailand. I'll catch you guys when I come back. Don't expect cell service, baby. I'm out. I love the fact that he bought a one-way ticket. It's like, yo, I'm out. I'm good. I got my bread. What did they still owe him? Like $31 million He signed an extension at the start of this offseason. Yeah, exactly. Like, they owe him so much money. Why would you go coach somewhere else right now? I'm going to take some time. He's an unmarried man. He's a single guy. I don't believe he has any children. I've never heard or seen it or anything. I'd have to research it or look it up. But, hey, I'm out, man. I got got 30 to 40 million coming to me. That check is still going to hit my account. I believe it's till 2026 or 27 every other Tuesday his check is going to hit his account and he doesn't have to coach a bit of football now I will be I will be remiss if I didn't admit I was wrong on Cliff Kingsbury being an NFL coach I thought because the way the game is modified in the NFL the way you can't hit you can't touch you can't tackle you can't rough guys up anymore that a more wide open system with a quarterback like Kyler Murray and a receiver like DeAndre Hopkins would be successful in the NFL, I got that wrong. You were always on the opposite side of Cliff Kingsbury as far he's as even double getting, agent. as far as even getting the job. You he's didn't even double like the agent. fact that he got the ball. Oh, but I, I try to upward. I try to look at. I try. Well, you know, we only know only Kingsbury certain type. Of, only certain type of people are allowed to fail up in America. Not everybody's allowed you know, to you fail. Had, you had gifted up. hands. The Ben Carson story. Yeah, failing upward. Yeah, the Cliff failing, Kingsbury failing, story. Failing upwards. But um, yeah, I, I I missed on that. I thought it would be able to work. And they, they've got a lot. 
even going on there, man. Now you're starting to see all these anonymous quotes about uh, Kyler and stuff. And I hate anonymous because it means you're a sucker. You're a punk. You won't put your name on something. My father always told me, if you ain't going to put your name on it, then keep your mouth shut. My dad always said that very firmly and very strong. But with Cliff Kingsbury, he's out, man. He's heading off to Thailand. He's going to go out there and eat some good food and relax and lay by the water. It's a beautiful country, especially the ocean side and the, uh, the coastline. It's gorgeous. It's Thailand. Go to Bangkok and hang out, too. Just don't do none of the stuff you saw. And what was that? Hangover 2? Yeah, don't, yeah, do, do, been. don't do none of that stuff. But uh, other than that, have a good time, man. So according out. to BucketListHQ.com, Thailand is known for stunning beaches, friendly people, yeah. elephants, and having yoga-like Thai massage. Mm. Other things Thailand is famous for? Delicious food snakes. like Pad Thai. <laughs> Uh, mango sticky rice. Yes. Floating markets and full moon parties. Full moon party. And you see, see, that's the type of stuff. Cliff I Kingsbury do. feels like a full moon party guy. Hey, hey dude, Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury feels like a whatever's cracking in Thailand. No, oh, come on. He's there. Listen, the full <laughs> moon party. It's it got to be listen, the full moon the party. The full moon party and all night beach party originated at Hat Rin on the island of. I, I'm not even going to. Then the island. One of the islands try of it, Thailand. Try it. Try it. Don't nope, do that. I'm not going to do it. Come on, man. You got a master's degree. Try it. I got a master's degree and I'm not, not a. One word of it was <laughs> needed translation <laughs> to English. All right. But the party takes place on the night of, before, or after every full moon. First of all, this is something I want to go to. Secondly, if I was Cliff Kingsbury and I was looking at a one-way ticket anywhere, I think Southeast Asia would be it. Really? Yeah, man. Because okay. like, it's real. First of all. I'm going to South America. Well, that's I'm the same going time to, zone. I'm going to South America. That's the same time zone. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like that's still that's still North American time that's, zones. That's cool. So like I'm going somewhere. You want to talk about off the grid? I went to Dubai once. You've never felt more off the grid than when it's 12 p.m. when you're at it's midnight you where you at. Took a three day flight to Dubai. I took a 17 hour flight. Yeah, to same Dubai. damn thing. And you know what happened when I landed? I had a connection in Istanbul. Damn, you connected. I, in I connected Istanbul? in Istanbul. Take out my phone. Tom Brady retired. Wow. I was like, I was in, in the Istanbul, Istanbul airport. Istanbul. <laughs> and I kid you not, I was in the Istanbul airport, sad. And my girlfriend is looking at me like, what's wrong with you? And I was like, yo, Tom just hung him up. Can, can you tell me something about Dubai? I have a question I always want to ask people that have been to Dubai. This is going to sound mad haterish, but it's not. It feels like the most overrated place for people in America to want to go because all I ever see from people are selfies of what the skyline and the, the island sands and all that looks like. No one can ever tell me, though, what a great time they had in Dubai. No one can ever say, oh, man, I was in Dubai and such and such and such and such and such and such and such. It's just always, so, yeah, I went to Dubai and the conversation stops. So, I'll say so this. what's so about great my, about that? And there? I'm Real speaking talk. about my experience. Okay. I'm speaking of my experience. I had food poisoning. And it was sick for most of the wow, trip. Wow, see? So it was, it was, I did not have a great time. Okay. I'll say this about Dubai in general. It is, uh, the part that people are traveling to mostly has been, it's been created over the last 30, 40 years or yeah, so. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's it's very, the, the equivalency. It's built over a beach. The equi- no, there's, there's not a beach, buddy. Oh, Trust wow. Me. <laughs> the equivalency in Dubai, it's, it's Las Vegas. In, in Abu Dhabi. Uh, this Las Vegas okay. of the UAE, okay. United Arab uh, Emirates. It's Las Vegas, and where you have an old Vegas, old Dubai, but you know what? We have more football coming up after this. Martin and VJ, Fox Sports Radio, Fox Sports Football Saturday. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. That's right, and we're broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there with an unmatched collection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com is the way tire buying should be. Now, there's playoff games on right now. Yeah. Whew. <laughs> At least one. Playoff on the horizon. <laughs> I don't know if Trevor Lawrence knows there's playoff games <laughs> happening right now. As mm-hmm. He's had three first-quarter interceptions. Saw a, a box pop up on the NBC broadcast. He had thrown 222 first-quarter pass attempts without an interception. Well, they only show that type of graphic if you throw multiple in the first quarter, and he's thrown three so far. Mm. Not great. No, not great at all. And it just looks – the energy of the Jacksonville Jaguars just looks lethargic. I'm sorry, who? It looks uh, – the Jacksonville Jaguars, <laughs> it looks lethargic. That is a word that be busted people's asses. Yeah, well, lie. like Cliff Kingsbury. Cliff Kingsbury is not easy to say if you're going to say it a bunch of times within a, com- a sports conversation. You just start saying Coach uh, – well, I mean, Coach – Coach Cliff Clingsbury. <laughs> Coach Cliff Clingsbury. Try saying that fast becomes, five times in a row. Becomes Coach, a uh, Star Cliff, Wars character. Coach Cliff Clingsbury. Cl- from the Klingsman. Like, uh, from, the, from the Klingon? Yeah. He becomes Coach Cliff Klingon. Try, try, try right now. Five, three times fast. Coach Cliff I, Kingsbury. I don't do things I know I'm yeah. bad at. <laughs> I don't do things I know but that bad at. Jacksonville, they just look lethargic, man. We were talking during commercial break, and I'm like, bro, just look at their body language. And you would have thought that after the showing they had last week that 
Doug Peterson would have got these guys together and said, look, we got to come out with more fire because, of course, this Charger team is a better Titans team. I think we would all agree with that. That's coming into our house, and they're playing in the playoff game too. And I, I heard a guy on the radio earlier today say that win or lose in the playoffs, he's firing the Chargers coach. Oh, so, I'll tell you who it was. Yeah. It was my buddy Ephraim Salam, <laughs> the same one who keeps the lights down low yeah. in the studio. That is true. Every time we come in here, is it is more of an intimate show or something they do here? Because I come in after turn the lights on every single Saturday. I got to turn the light. You know my line too, man. I got to turn them on because we set up the camera stuff. We got to show our sexiness, man. Martin and I sexy, so we got to show y'all that, man. Look, you know what it is? Honestly, they get in here probably at one or noon or one. Yeah, the, sun is at the, high, the sun is at its highest <laughs> and by the time we get in here, the sun is at, a, at very much a turn the lights on in here level. right? Because yeah. that's, that's what ends up happening all the time. I go into work at Fox in the middle of the night and it's dark in here. It's like, yo, what are you people doing? They've been in there since the sun was up. When I used to come in here and do the show with Mike Hill and Kurt Morrison, who used to do a show in here on Sundays when I first started filling in over here, they used to have the lights off, like completely off there. I didn't even know they had lights in here until I filled in on the iCouple one night. I was like, oh, there's lights in here. Wow, they're, I've never I've never seen them on before. But Jacksonville, they're in a lot of trouble, bro. Can I say this game's over, or are you going to tell me there's still I'm going to tell time? you that there's 45 minutes left of actual game time left. So no, it's literally not okay. over. Yeah, I think this game. I mean, we've seen turnarounds, but to our point, they're showing the kids in the pool right now, and I don't, you know, that's kind of you know what. I'm sorry if you've got a pool in your uh, stadium. I know a few do. Like, you're not a real Super Bowl contender. You know what? I made. I'm sorry. I thought they were going into the half. That was just the first. That was just the end of the first quarter. My bad. You're right. This game's not over. For some reason, I thought it's 17 nothing going into the half just now. No, it was just the end of the first quarter. No, you're exactly right. This This game game is is still on. Very live. You're right. This game's live. And, And this is where all right, Doug Peterson. You know, people talked about we had the coaching matchup. Well, coach us out of this because mm. superstar uh, Sunshine has three interceptions, and that ain't great. <laughs> What'd you call him? Superstar Sunshine. Why you call him Sunshine? Because he, he's got, you know, he's white. He's got long hair. Remember the Titans? I mean, it's, it's low-hanging fruit, okay? Yeah, I feel It's you. low-hanging fruit as he gets sacked again uh, by what looked like Kenneth Murray. That's just, we're not off to a great start in Jacksonville here. Uh, maybe the pool is the best place to be. But, VJ, yes, let's, let's get into the next, uh, the next game. Okay. Which one? jumps off the slate at you. Well, I, I, I won't do low-hanging fruit here and talk about the my squad and who they play tomorrow. The game I think has the most interest that I'm really amped to watch tomorrow is the Giants and the Vikings game. And that's because I have no idea, and I don't think anybody does, what the hell we're going to get. I really don't. People say, well, I don't trust Kirk Cousins, but you trust you you trust Daniel Jones? I think we got two quarterbacks here. And I think Minnesota is a much, much different team at home. But I do think we have two quarterbacks here and and Kirk and, and Daniel Jones where we just don't know what we're going to get. If I'm Minnesota, though, I blitz the hell out of Daniel Jones all day long. And I, and I stack the box and I tell him, Daniel Jones, you got to beat the blitz and beat me. I'm not letting Saquon get off. You're going to have to figure out some other kind. Away. Now, on the flip side, I think the Giants have the secondary. I don't think they have the corner, but I think they have the secondary to make things tough for Justin Jefferson. We're going to see really how good Justin Jefferson is in the postseason because you're supposed to elevate your play. Any pro athlete will tell you that. When it's the postseason, man, baseball, football, basketball, hockey, don't matter. You got to elevate. So, for as great as you were in the regular season, you have to now elevate that, man. And you saw that I think the line is like a it's like a flip game, man. It's a pick em. What's it, one, one and a half? Nobody no, it's knows. Three. Is it, did it go back up to three? 
It's, it's, I, it's as been it always, Giants by okay. three for most. It's I thought not I saw it at a point and a half or two at, at one point. No, but the, only, the only game that was real close to a pick them all was week was, tra- was the Chargers and, and the Jaguars. And this one dropped to a point, I believe, today, especially um, when we find out Mike Williams was going to be out. But that's the game tomorrow I'm really looking at. I, I don't think there's a lot of uh, – you know me, I don't like backups. So I don't think there's a lot of um, uh, drama coming and a lot of theatrical that we're going to see between the Ravens and the Bengals tomorrow night and between the Dolphins and the Bills because I don't like backups. And two of those teams I just named are playing with backups, I think the Vikings and the Giants game tomorrow is going to be a really good football game. They played earlier this year, and it did take the Vikings to drive late and kick that uh, field goal to win that game. So, I, 61 I think yards I, I, if I'm not exactly. mistaken, but yeah. definitely one that was over 50. But that's the one that's that's got my attention tomorrow. Like I said, I think the other two, you're playing a third. Uh, you're, what, I think two third-string quarterbacks start tomorrow, right? Because Huntley's out. the squad guys. Yeah, because Huntley's out. So, yeah, that's the game that's got my attention so for tomorrow. That's a different step than backup. If that's a practice squad guy, is a different step than backup. Yeah, as, third, well, third string practice squad, same thing. No, well, um, a lot, there are no third strings in most in, mo, in most positions in the NFL most of the time. That's because I used to ask Ephraim. Like I asked him the other day, I was like, "How come everybody doesn't have a good backup quarterback?" Like <laughs> theoretically, right? Yeah. Like how come you know what I'm saying? Why didn't everybody have a guy they feel good about at backup? And he's like, "Man." Most places don't have backup positions in general. It's like most like who's your backup left guard? You don't have a backup left guard. You have a backup offensive lineman that can play that left can guard. play left that guard, can play left right? guard. Or you can yeah. play right guard. Or yep. you have a backup right swing tackle, or yeah. swing tackle, mm-hmm. right? Uh, something along those lines. Or you 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 have your right guard kick out the left guard and you keep your tight end in. Or like you know, it, it, NFL is a game of figure it out. You know, in Attri- terms of that attrition. nature. Now, the, to the point of the Giants and the Vikings yeah. game. You're right. I don't trust neither one of these quarterbacks further than I can throw them, and I can't throw very far, much less a human. So that <laughs> I can barely throw a football. So much less a human. So let's keep that in perspective. But now uh, the thing here, I'm trusting Brian Dayball mm. to not let. Well, mm. he has gotten, he's had so much success this season minimizing Daniel Jones, and I don't mean that offensively. I know it may sound as such, but the thing that he's done is he's found what he's done good and continues to do that. I think it's a novel idea. I personally don't like to do things I'm not good at, right? But, mm-hmm. you know, you know, Joe judging them had Daniel Jones dropping back, throwing the ball 30 times, good luck. All right, you know that's that's not the way that's not the strategy to for winning football if Daniel Jones is going to be your quarterback in that type of scenario. I like the combination of Jones and Saquon on this Minnesota defense and be able to run the ball. And the thing I really like about it as we watch number one overall pick Trey. Oh, I'm sorry, we watch Josh Allen. The, uh, the defensive end, Josh Allen, former first-round pick for the Jaguars, sacked Justin Herbert on first down. They're going to huddle up and figure it out. 11-28 left in the second quarter. I think that the Vikings offense. Okay, I know this is a big, a big Justin Jefferson moment, mm-hmm. as he was one of the people that was brought up into the MVP conversation. That is kind of goes on all year at this point, and so on. Th- this game to me, and this postseason to me, is why you make the TJ Hawkinson trade. Because here's the thing, you know, if you're the Vikings, you know that Justin Jefferson is consistently beating double coverage at this point in, at this point in his career, right? And the thing, Adam Thielen is is the guy on the other side, single, and he's not winning, right? T.J. Hawkinson is the guy who's got to win and be open when when Jefferson is not in this game. That's why you make the move for Hawkinson to diversify your offense. Now, I just wonder, as your point earlier, Jordan, I mean, uh, it was Julian Love, 
and 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 some of those back and, and in the back defensive backfield, him coming back. Xavier McKinney hurt himself in the bye week on an ATV. He's fully healthy now and coming back into the uh, into the Giants defensive lineup. I like the double. I like the double on Jefferson. I wonder how the singles on the other side will work. However, I think that Wink Cuban Link Wink Martindale is going to bring the chain back out because you saw he, had, he was busting that chain out yeah. earlier in the year. He had yeah. the Cuban Links. If you know, you know. Okay, and uh, Raekwon, baby, he out there. He was out there blitzing like somebody who had some Cuban Link chains. So he was out there sending them boys to the house. I expect him to send them again. Will Blackman told me a story. He told me to him in a podcast. So I'll tell it on the radio. He was playing with Kirk in Washington. Okay. He said he sat down, and they were getting ready for lunch prior to a 425 game. <laughs> Kirk said, he said, Kirk, under his breath, said to him, man, I love playing at 1 o'clock. I'm not, I kid you not, it's on the Lemon Pepper Parlay podcast on the Money Grab feed. <laughs> Tweet me, and I'll send it out if you have any curiosity about whether that conversation actually happened or not. But Will Blackman on blast. He's a big boy. He told me. But it's just, I can't get it out of my head. I yeah. can't get that out of my head, and I, you know, it was obviously like? a whole division ago. I'm taking. Like? I'm on the Giants, man. I think the Giants you are the, the ups- Giants I think the Giants are the upset here. I had my upsets of the weekend being the Giants and the Cowboys. It looks like the Chargers are driving right now, 17 points, and he Ooh. just. I mean, he just converts first down after first down after first down as the Chargers move into the red zone with the 17 point lead, 8:50 left in the second quarter. It's getting late, early, fellas. Listen, this is what happens in football too, and this is why I love this sport and why. I I fancy myself as a as like this is my thing like football I love sports and I know sports but football I will argue down and debate with anybody about football on any level when you start losing like this and your energy is already down it's not basketball basketball you, what do they say oh, a shooter needs to what when he's off he just Keep needs shooting. to see what he just needs to see the ball go through the hoop how do like you do say that? That, uh, you would much rather like a shooter goes one for seven you're mad at him because you're quitting go for one for 14 exactly bro. exactly but but what, what do your commentators Say though he just he he needs to get to the line and just see the ball go through the hoop and a lot of times that works and they get a shooter going and football if you're missing tackles and you're missing coverage and you're not covering guys and you're a quarterback throwing interceptions a completion is not going to take those three interceptions away for Trevor Lawrence the play where he got sacked on last drive you can see he's got happy feet when the quarters get happy feet and what we call burping the baby which means they're in the pocket. And they're patting that they're patting that football. Pat, 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 pat. They're burping the baby. Dude, you can't turn that around in one game. That's why I if they score right here and make it 24-0, I will say game over. Because you can't change, you can't change what's happening and what and, and the momentum that is already going to game. Football is so different. And you're watching the Chargers just kind of get anything, even though Herbert almost throws an interception. Doesn't check the safety right there. The corners B or the linebacker slot. Looks like a slot safety or slot corners B. He doesn't check the call. The linebacker, the safety, the linebacker drops back. He never sees him. And no, that's almost, a hell of a play by number five. Yeah, exactly. That's what that is. He, but he never – but I still think – we know, look – he 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 doesn't see him to throw that ball where that ball was going. He doesn't see him corner. I would love the safety to make that pick right there. But back to the body language of the Jags. You just don't. You can't recover from this. It's not like baseball when a hitter's in a slump. He just needs to get contact. He just needs to get the bat on the ball and go from there. And football when you're in a slump and and momentum is not on your side, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's really hard to turn it on. It just it doesn't work in football. And I think we're watching that unfold. In front of our eyes right here. 20 to nothing. I think you got a shot. Third down coming up here. 
Martin, I'm telling you, man, they stuffed this in 24 nothing, bro. Ugh. Seven minute mark in the second quarter, bro. The Chargers have been moving backwards since they got into the red zone. You started that soliloquy with a false start on the first play, incomplete pass on second down. Near, uh, I'm sorry, incomplete pass on first down, near interception on second down, and then a uh, screen on third down. Oh, sorry, I'm dead. My downs all messed up. You know what? I'm not a play by play guy. It's third and goal for the Chargers right now. Let's see if Justin Herbert scores this touchdown. Gerald Everett looks like, yep, that's going to be a touchdown. Nothing. 24 to nothing. <sighs> On, I'll tell you what, that start, started out with a false start, incomplete pass, incomplete pass, and then uh, like for that to go that way, that's a tough one. And, and then a, a screen pass, well, that was the thing I'm missing up. That was what I'm missing and up. Then an 23 and, to nothing, and think about 715 it. left in a second. That's ugly. 11-play drive, 62 yards, and just watch this play right here. This is Look at the time he has. He's not rushing like Trevor Lawrence is. Watch. He's waiting. He knows what he wants. He's just waiting for him to clear. Boom, right there. The linebacker's three yards. Like, you can't in the inside the 10, a, a linebacker can't be three yards off of a tight end on a crossing route. Guys, like, come on. But once again, when you are down and momentum's not on your side and you started lethargic, you look lazy, you look off. In football, there's no such thing as turning it, the switch on. You either have it on when you start or you don't, man. And now can, now can I say it's over? I'm not done yet. Okay. I'm not done yet. Uh, I got I'm you. I'm not done yet. I got you. I, I ain't talking about you. Me, though? I'm gonna say America, Jaguars and Chargers game is. There's still over. too much. There's still halfway of the second over. quarters left. There's 24 points to nothing. I'll tell you this: you bet the Jaguars on the money line right now. Also bet Sean Payton to be the next coach of the Los Angeles Chargers while you're sitting there, <laughs> right there, right in your sports book. Go ahead and do it all at the same time because that is exactly what's gonna go down. We'll preview some uh, more Super Wild Card Weekend coming up next. Also more Chargers and Jaguars if it becomes worth talking about coming up next as well. Fox Sports Radio, Martin and VJ. Martin Weiss, VJ Hudson coming to you live from the TireRack.com studios. And VJ. Say it's over. No, we're Say not it's over. Up. This is what I'm switching. I'm switching the conversation. All right? Say it's over. Here, no, this is, we're in a special moment right now, okay? okay. We, we, have to, we have to take this for what it is. Okay. All right? I understand All right. there's a game being played. However, there's a record at stake. Yeah. We're on interception watch. Brett Favre somewhere, probably awaiting his court date, <laughs> is somewhere watching this game like, oh, my goodness. Come on, Trevor. Give me another. The record six by Bobby Lane, Norm Van Brocklin. Bobby Lane. I bet that. That record was for the Detroit Lions. Uh, Bobby Lane, Norm Van Brocklin, and 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 Brett Favre, the first. I mean, the three quarterbacks to have thrown uh, six interceptions in the first half. Trevor Lawrence has four. Asante Samuel Jr. He's got three. He's got more receptions than any Jacksonville receiver does right now. We're sitting here. We need Justin Herbert to go three and out right now. No, get the ball back to Trevor. Get the ball back to Trevor. No, over. man. When you know, no, listen. I'm like over or not. We can see a chance at history. Six first half interceptions. He won't throw six because if and listen. Well, not like that at this. If the Chargers keep driving the ball, I, I'm, t- I'm telling you right now, man. If I'm Doug Peterson, I bench Trevor Lawrence. Ooh. Yeah. Wh- why are you? Why are you still in there? Four interceptions in the first half. You guys are going to tell me, anybody in the studio right now that can hear me right now, you're telling me you're keeping him. He looks bad, bro. guys. He doesn't have it. Don't not, make this I'm not, worse. I'm not, I'm, I'm, bro, I'm going to let him, I'm gonna let him get the next, the next 650. Nah, I I'm letting him, him finish I, the I half. I bench him now. I bench him now. I'm letting him finish the half. Yeah. This is, no, man. You because can't going into the half, your team knows right what's now. up. Yes, you can. Yes, see, the, see that's what I'm like. Yes, you can. No. Yes, the hell no, you can. Not right. You got four interceptions, another bad pass 
has to in, in double coverage. Matrix? You seen the Matrix? It's like when my girl yes. comes up. Not like yes. this. Not like this. Oh. <laughs> Not like this. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. It was like that. Well, the first one was the only good one. I saw the other two, but they just weren't as good as the first one. But he's throwing into double coverage, guys. Like, he doesn't have it. This team is off. They've looked off since this game has started. They do not have it, man. And I bench him. I bench him right now going in, before the half because going into the locker room, you want your team to know, okay, we've made a change. This is where the coach stands. But now you're going to be walking into the locker room like, uh, duh, I wonder what he's going to say. Well, the one thing we know he won't say is Trevor Lawrence is going to be the quarterback in the second half because I just benched him at the six-something mark because he just threw his fourth interception in a home playoff game. You got to put him down, man. And this is a learning lesson. It really is. It's the first playoff appearance ever. It's a learning lesson. He'll be better. I don't think Trevor Lawrence is bad or a bust or anything. He's having a I'm bad. A, I got to let him run he, it out. He's, no, hell no. I can't tell. Nope. I, 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 nope. I, I listen. I'm nope. not angry with the, with, the, with the suggestion. I understand. Yeah. I get it. I really, truly do. Yeah, you got Benjamin. But this is deeper than this, this game, man. Like, well, this game's over. Well, that's so. But that's, that's so. What, if the game's over, then I definitely am not going to bench him. Okay, I'm, so then I'll spit it from this way. Then I'll I'll spit it from a parent angle. Then, as a parent that I am, sometimes you have to save your child for themselves, and sometimes you have to send a message to your child. The message Instead I would be sending to my kid right now is, you see how hard the playoffs take are? take the whooping. You see how hard the playoffs are? Yep, so I'm have go- a seat. <clears throat> nah. You're not ready. You're nah, not ready, son. Ahead, bro. You're not I'm, ready, I'm, son. Because you know what? I'm not going to take my way from nope. my kid. The opportunity to be great. Put the put the, put the train, put the wheels. I just, the other night, a very proud dad moment, I put my son's first tricycle together the other night that Santa Claus brought him for Christmas. I, brought, I put my son's tricycle together. My son fell off of it the first two times he sat on it because he's not used to sitting upright because he had a big wheel. Big wheel has a back. He can lean back. He can't lean back. It got to a point where I pulled my son off the tricycle and said, all right, buddy, no more tonight. You're going to crack your head on the ground. This is a let. And he cried. He wanted to try to get back on it. No, 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 no. Listen to dad right now. I know what the hell I'm doing. Sit down. You're not ready for this. You got it. The tricycle's there. You're still the the starting quarterback for the Jacksonville Jaguars moving forward. But right now, you're falling. Falling off the tricycle, have a seat. Let's watch some Dougie. Let's watch some Mickey Mouse Clubhouse and get ready for bed. That's enough tonight. Sit him down. Save him from getting hurt. Now, he go out here and get blasted one of these plays. Y'all will all be screaming, you should have benched him. You should have sat him. I'm not, not going to say that. I'm going to be saying this. Oh, my God. What are they doing? What? So, oh, told my you. goodness. <laughs> listen, listen, I tell you what. We may never get to see Trevor Lawrence back in the second <laughs> half or not, first half or not, because uh, the Chargers punter, God bless him. I don't remember his name right now. Punched the ball and uh, and, and what is a special teams ineptitude of a, of, a, of a gross negligence? The Chargers now, after for, after the Chargers forced a three and out, they were punting from their own. I don't know, forty nine or so, and then oh! oh, the ball hits one of the runners. <laughs> the ball hits one of the uh, the people defending the gunner on his head. Oh my god! What oh what a disaster! Oh! What a disaster! Not Jamal prepared. Agnew can't recover the fumble. Uh, and, Focus, and, and now unprepared. it's going to be the Chargers ball. This is this. I tell you what, man. <sighs> listen, I know what you're talking about. I hear what you're saying. If the Chargers somehow don't score this, all right. So Michael Lombardi says this all the time. I, I'm, I'm a fan of his. I listen to him. He said, like, I like when, you see, when you see a jump score like this, an early score like this, what do you predict the end score of the game to be? Right? Mm-hmm. Are we seeing like I? 
look, Chargers on the goal line, I mean, in the red line, in the red zone right now, trying to punch it in. So by the time we get it back, it'll either be a 31-point game, a 27-point game, or a 24-point game. What do you predict the end of this game score to be right now, VJ? 41 to 41 to 10. 41 to 10. Okay, 41 see, to that's, 10. that's what I'm curious. I have a trouble have 53 seeing yards. them just completely fold and just completely melt down, but it's been an entire and complete meltdown, as Steve DeSager will tell us right now. Steve, what's going on in this game and everywhere else in sports? That's a legitimate question. What is going on in this game? The Chargers are leading 24 nothing at Jacksonville with four and a half minutes to go in the first half. Trevor Lawrence has completed four passes to his own team and four to the opposition he's four of 16 just 30 yards passing in the first half and four interceptions thrown three in the first quarter according to ap in the last 30 plus years of the postseason only two guys have turned it over four times in the first half of a playoff game that was brian hoyer 2016 and dan marino i assume that was the blowout about 20 years ago against the jaguars but you had uh, the reference to brett Favre that he once had a six interception postseason game i looked at the list next on the list there are some guys that have had five picks in a playoff game and that includes dan fouts of the chargers amazingly 1979 and 1983 but in between that he had the classic playoff win in the state of florida where the chargers against the dolphins early 80s were up 24 nothing after the first quarter this is now 27 nothing Chargers as they've just added their second short field goal of the first half. About four and a half minutes to go till the halftime break. 27 nothing. By the way, that Charger-Dolphin playoff from decades ago, a classic because despite the 24 nothing lead, Dolphins came back and tied it. Chargers won it in overtime. Earlier, San Francisco won its 11th straight game, eliminating Seattle 41-23. to Brock Purdy with four total touchdowns. Christian McCaffrey on 15 carries had 119 yards rushing and one TD reception. San Francisco with over 500 yards of offense. Sunday, three wildcard games, including the contest indoors at Minnesota on Fox TV, 4.30 p.m. Eastern time tomorrow, Giants against the Vikings. There's a game Monday night with Dallas at Tampa Bay. As for the NBA, Boston has won its sixth straight game, 122-106 to at Charlotte. Jason Tatum with 33 points. And there's college basketball on Fox TV. Colorado is leading at number Number seven ranked UCLA with under 12 minutes to go. 39-33, Buffalo's in the lead. And 13 minutes left, Texas Tech is leading at number 10, Texas. 44-41. Oregon beat number nine, Arizona. Kentucky with a win at number five, Tennessee. Updating the NFL playoffs, Chargers up 27-0. Jaguars with just three first downs in the first half. Chargers with three touchdowns. Back to you. Thanks, Steve. Martin and VJ coming to you live from the TireRack.com studios. VJ, I tell you what, here right now, I think that this is a three-point game by the end of it. By the end of the game? Mm-hmm. You want to put wings on it? What's your spread? Mm, 20. All right, give me give me six. Give you six what? Six points. I said, I think it's a three-point game by the end. I said, all right, give me give me a six-point game on either side, and I'll make it a Oh, bet. God. Oh, yeah. Okay, I'll take that all day. All right. Yeah. I, I have a feeling this game is going to tighten up. No. Steve said it just a second ago. Three touchdowns in the first half. If the Chargers left 14 points on the board. 
Like, the Chargers left 14 points to the board. If Jacksonville wakes up any modicum of anything offensively, I think that they will be able to come and move the ball. Like, and I, I think they'll be able to, at least Jacksonville defensively, I should say, I'm not sure about the Chargers' ability to, to move the ball as they haven't punched it in on two. Gimme, this score right now should be 35 to nothing. And it's not. And that's and the fact that it's a 24-point or 27-point game. At the end of this, I feel like the defense is walking out feeling good and the offense got to say we can only get better. That's part of the reason why I wouldn't bench Trevor Lawrence. We could keep talking about this and move on to whatever game jumps at you for the rest of the slate. Well, I'll just I'll just finish up on that. No, I, I think you, you you bench Trevor Lawrence. Just I just think it's a safe, smart thing to do. He's taking a pound. He's taking a beating. Your team is not ready to play. You got a guy blocking a gunner who's not listening. Anybody that played football knows that you have to listen for the return who was yelling, fire, firecracker, nuclear. When I played for one football team, the word was nuclear, nuclear, nuclear. That means get out of the way. You're in the line of the punt, you know, coming down. Nuclear, so, really? Yeah, nuclear. It's a three-syllable word. That's a, I'm that's saying, a big we, one. We were very smart football players. <laughs> nuclear, nuclear, nuclear. It's easy, to, it's easy, trust me, because nobody ever uses it. Like every, People use fire all the time in football. Nobody uses nuclear. So when you heard that, you knew whatever's going on. Get your head on the swivel. Look around. The ball is near you, and it's not supposed to be near you, so get out of there. 416, 30 yards, no touchdowns. He's been sacked. He's throwing a double coverage, four interceptions. Like, no, you, you sit him down, man. I just think this this game's a wrap. But I said from the beginning, like the second possession, just the body language I did not like. They look lethargic. They look lazy. They look like, okay, we got here. <sighs> it looks like TCU Monday night. Like, I, you and I were talking during the break. I just thought, I know there's a talent differential. I get all that. But a lot of that TCU-Georgia game, guys, it really did look like TCU was happy to have beaten Michigan and be in the national championship. They did not show up. And the coach even said it. When your coach says, listen, we're listen, the other team's good. We get it. But we are making tons of mistakes. We are not playing well. We're making them look better and making ourselves look worse. When coaches speak like that guys they know that their team's not prepared to play jacksonville's not prepared to play on the flip side of a game to touch and go to man monday night i have a lot of interest in this game too because once again once again what are we gonna get from thomas brady and dak prescott i have no idea who's gonna win this game i have no idea how they i know i'm gonna predict the win but what are we gonna get out of these two offenses that sometimes look great and then sometimes you're scratching your head like like Dallas last week. What was that, dude? I, what was that against Washington last week, I have chalked week, it bro? up as uh, Washington trying to win from one one for the Gipper. I I, I don't have – I Playing for their coach, playing yeah, for Rivera's yeah, job. Yeah, I, I, I don't – Well, he's safe because they fired a coordinator, so they're not firing him. I, I don't know. I don't know. Jacksonville with a fourth and two with 318 left. Oh, are they going to punt the ball here? You Why, why not? Uh, well, yeah, punt, man. Don't right. don't not pick up the two and then give them the ball back in the red zone again. I would have continued this drive. Dude, look, would, look how Trevor looks. Look, look at that. Throw. That was a terrible throw. Exactly. That was terrible. There you go. Anyway, I'm, he's off. Anyway, look at his face. I say, here's the deal. Uh, here's the, no one else can see it but us. So I'm going to talk about the Cowboys in the box. <laughs> All right. So the thing about the uh, the thing about Dak in this situation, he really right now Jalen Hurts notwithstanding because he's going to be playing hurt. He should be right now the best quarterback on the NFC side. Okay. He should be. Should be. He should be. Oh, should be. Then this is an opportunity mm-hmm. to go out there and shut everybody up who has said you're just Kirk Cousins with more TV commercials. 
right? Like when you think of when when the Cowboys paid Dak that money, it's the idea. It's like, yo, you're gonna be the guy who's gonna be leading us, throwing over two seventy five a game, throwing two to three touchdowns a game, and more importantly, being like the guy who's keeping everybody in line and keeping everybody together. Now, I'm I'm. It, like I, I think the second part, he's done well. I think he's acquitted himself well as quote unquote the leader of the team. He always says the right things. He's the type of guy. He looks like he's going through. His, he's prepared. He's looks ready. He looks the part. Yep, he does. He does his work. But however, the Cowboys have lost in playoffs. That for the slide against San Francisco. You go down a little bit earlier. <laughs> it's an entirely different conversation. Maybe you get that field goal attempt off, right? There's certain times, and if you're a Dak detractor, you can point to and be like, "This is this is a, I, I, this is what they're talking about." Mm. He's got an opportunity here to go out and, and and win a game over the greatest quarterback of all time. Admittedly, not playing at that level, but not playing poorly. Just not playing as the greatest quarterback of all time. And his team, not the greatest team of all time by any stretch of the imagination. When I look this at is Dak, a great chance for Dak. I don't I don't see my thing with Dak is I'm 50-50 on the guy, and I always have been. I don't like or dislike him as much as everybody else does. You either really like Dak or you hate Dak. I've always looked at Dak and said, he is what he is. He's a fourth round quarterback pick out of Mississippi State that we all saw in college. That was that was good, right? But there's a reason why you were a fourth round pick. And I thought having the good offensive line, the big vicious offensive line, and being able to hand the ball to Zeke was 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 enough to get him going, was enough to get him going in his and it did. But like you said, we pay you this money for January. We don't pay you this money for September through December. We pay you this money for January. This is a perfect opportunity for Dak to make a run and kind of shut a lot up, at least for the next 24 months. They win Monday night, and they say that say the Cowboys gets to the NFC Championship game. I think all the Dak people got to take a seat and shut up for at least a year. Oh, at, oh at, least, at least a year or two. Yeah, a year or two. Yeah, you got to sit down I and mean, shut up. He silence. gets to a conference. He gets to a conference championship game, like you said. Throw on for two fifty, two even throw even a three hundred yard game in there. But if we get the 210-yard Dak with a touchdown and two picks or a fumble in a pick, and it's going to be hell this offseason, they're going to forget all about McCarthy, which Jerry Jones has come out and said, win or lose, guys, I'm not firing him. And McCarthy, as I said uh, a few weeks ago, I, I mean, uh, Jerry Jones, he's got more patience than any owner I've ever seen when it comes to a head coach. He'll keep you forever. But I agree with you, man. Dak can shut a lot of people up. I just don't think he will, Martin. I, I think I, I think the Bucks win this game. I bro. think that he will. I'm going. I'm, I'm, I picked the Cowboys, and okay. we'll get to more of our picks. Justin Herbert just fumbled a handoff to Michael to Bandy. I think his name is Michael Bandy, but at number 83 for the Chargers, who did not have any interest in, in taking the handoff <laughs> at all from uh, Justin <laughs> Herbert. He actually shied away as if he was like, "Ooh, don't touch me, dude. That's gross." <laughs> uh, and then the fumble on third down, recovered by Bandy or Eckler. I'm not exactly sure. The Chargers. To be precise, fourth down as a two-minute warning, they get an opportunity to go ahead to Jaguars to try to tighten this score up before the end of the first half. But we'll be back with that and more picks for the Super Wild Card Weekend on Martin and VJ Fox Sports Radio. Martin and VJ coming to you live from the Tyrac.com studios. The Jacksonville Jaguars first half hanging on by a whisper. 32 seconds left, first and 10. They're right outside the red zone. Are punching into it, trying to make this score a little bit more respectable going into halftime. Feel He's a little playing bit better this about for it. you right now. You know that, right? I don't. I don't know what. The, I, yeah. I, I don't know what Johnny. I'm sorry, yeah. baby. What yeah, is? Turn that out. Turn it out. Yeah, yeah. 
A little Anita Baker, Martin. A little Martin. Anita Baker right there. Dude, I, we were just talking. I would have never pegged you. My respect musically for you went up, brother. Just keeps going higher and higher, Higher I think. and higher every time yeah. we work together. You're great with the music, <laughs> though, man. Like, seriously, this is... Wow, you just made me think about my mom, man. I miss my mom. So... But you want to do picks here? You want like what are we supposed to do? Well, here? we got the dinner picks coming, but I mean, I know. But are we ready to do them? Can we? Are we good to go? All right. Uh, so it's only, what, it's only, it's only four games. <laughs> uh, I, I, I was just trying to, you know, I'm just yeah. trying to figure out what's going on here. Uh, so are the Jacksonville Jaguars down four? No, well, not quite four scores. Four touchdowns. I'll say this. How many ways you get to 27 in football? I don't know. Quite a few. There's quite a few. Four touchdowns would be the easiest way. Well, the Jacksonville Jaguars just scored one touchdown, so that's the closest way to start. You, you can't go. get four without one, VJ. You got to get one true. first, that's then true. two, then three, then four. And that is the first step. It will be a long road to recovery. <laughs> For uh, for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Now it's time for the Progressive Play of the Day. Brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount combining your highlight, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Birdie going to throw back middle wide open. Debo Samuel down the sideline. 50, 40, Debo 30, Debo 20, Debo 10, Debo touchdown! San Francisco! Thank you to KMBR and the San Francisco 49ers Radio Network. That was uh, one of, a historic performance by Brock Purdy, wasn't it? Yep. We haven't seen that, but only a few people. We'll see if he can keep it up next week. But now, let's see how VJ and I do on the picks for coming up on Sunday, Monday, and I guess this game right here. You're going to hate me if Purdy doesn't keep this up. I'm going to promise you that. All you're right. going to hate me. All right, let's look. So first game on the board, you got the Ravens and the Bengals. I think the Bengals are a nine-point favorite. Looking at Anthony Brown, do you think the do you think the Ravens will be able to keep this up, nah, keep it close? No, nah, no. Nah. They just played week 18 now. They look like a franchise that's in flux right now. When you watch Harbaugh have the press conference and talk about uh, well, not talk about, uh, move away from talking about Lamar Jackson, man, the quarterback. I, I just think that the, the, you're starting the third, fourth guy, practice squad guy. You and I were talking about the Bengals last week. We like the way the Bengals look. We think the Bengals are rolling right now. Would not surprise me if this is like a two-touchdown game for the Bengals tomorrow night, brother. So give, give me the bang, give me the Bengals. What's the line on this? This is a nine-point line. Give me, so give me, yeah, give me Bengals. Yeah, I'm also taking the Bengals in cover. the nine. I'm, I'm thinking, look. The Baltimore Ravens, they messed this thing up. You know when they did it, VJ? September 1, when Lamar Jackson was still not signed to a long-term deal. Like this is, this is, and this is the, the, the reap they will sow. John Harbaugh is good enough to get you into the playoffs, but I don't think he'll be able to good enough to be able to even come close to winning this one. The next game on the slate, the Giants and the Vikings. The Giants are a three-point underdog going up there. Kirk Cousins playing at 4.30 Eastern time. Just give me the Vikings straight up. I don't think they could. I think this is a field goal game with one team up one or two points. Either way, somebody misses or makes. But give me the Vikings. I don't like the three points. I think this is a one or a two-point game. Very close tomorrow. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But give me Minnesota on this one. I'll, I'll just take the Vikings straight up on this one. Yeah, I'm taking the Giants straight up, actually. I think this is going to be one of the upsets of the week here. Uh, look, Kirk Cousins don't like getting hit. 
You know what Kayvon Thibodeau like doing, especially in the last <laughs> month of the season? My guy. Hitting, hitting quarterbacks, my all guy. right? I think Kayvon Thibodeau gets in, makes an impact early. Ooh. And we see – I honestly think that this one might – people were saying circling this as the close game of the weekend. I'm a little concerned about that. The Bills play host to your Miami Dolphins wow. and Skylar Thompson. Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, right? Yeah. Jalen Phillips on the backside? Yeah. Xavier Howard? Yeah. No? Yeah? No. Here's the thing with Miami this year, man. And people – they've been – I don't want to sound like that guy, but they've been out for Miami all year long. I don't know what's up, but we do notice when Tua plays, they were the six-ranked offense in NFL this year, guys. So you guys, you don't luck into that over a season, but they don't have Tua. I, I don't even want to talk about Teddy B. I think Buffalo's on a roll right now, man. Buffalo's got some high energy, especially with uh, the whole incident with uh, with Darren Hamlin. He's back. They said he met with family today. And, in and the facility he, today. Yep, in the facility today, man. Met with family, uh, team teammates and teammates' family and stuff like that today. So I think that rides for them tomorrow. I do think Miami will be amped and be ready to play. And guys will go out and play their ass off. I just don't think they have enough to to go there and win. Also, Mostert also ruled out with the broken thumb, has a cast on his hand. So now you're down to two running backs and, and they just don't have enough firepower. Good season get to the playoffs, Miami, but it ends tomorrow. I do think it, it, there's no doubt that it ends tomorrow. However, that 14 points, I'm a little concerned about that with the Buffalo mm. Bills. Listen, I, I, you know, I don't know. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm losing my mind. But it's just 14 points in a divisional matchup. That like that's that just on its face. I get it's the playoffs, but I mean they're going to want to rub it in though, Martin. They are. They, if they get a chance to run it up on Miami tomorrow, they're going to run it up on Miami tomorrow. They're not going to pull guys. And uh, let I the think pinch, I don't know. I, I would imagine. I would imagine they uh, start pulling guys trying to get ready for the next round that they'll play. But the last game of the weekend, Monday Night Football, Martin Luther King Day special. You have off work all day to get ready for this one. The Cowboys <laughs> and the Buccaneers. You got Tom Brady and the Buccaneers who snuck into the playoffs in the most gross way possible against the Cowboys who could have won the NFC East. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I'm going to give the Bucks one more shot, man. I'm going to give them one more shot. I probably won't pick them no more in the postseason if they win this game, but I do. Dallas is just dysfunctional right now with a lot of stuff they have going on with Dak. And Jerry's already saying that the coaches, uh, that uh, uh, Mike McCarthy is safe, and that's fine. But I, I, give me give me Tampa with this at home. Also, too, Dallas defense doesn't play as fast on grass as they do at home on turf. I think that's a factor on Monday night. I've been trying to v- wonder just how much that really, truly matters. It matters. It, it's got to matter some bit. But, again, this is – part of the thing. NFL, why are people playing on different playing surfaces? In the NBA, everybody plays on the same hardwood. In baseball, out of bounds might be different, but we all know the grass is the same. In the NFL, I don't understand why we have grass, field, and uh, got NFLPA for the Lions filing grievances they, they against the field. In, they got turf in baseball. But, I'm, all right, well, in, on, the, in the indoor yeah, places, yeah, but indoor generally, places. the grass is the grass and the turf is the turf, okay? We have all <laughs> this different grass, turf, whatever. I'm kicking the Cowboys. I heard Jason Garrett said it on TV, so I'm now I'm questioning how much it truly matters. You know what I'm saying? Give me the yeehaw Dallas Cowboys in that one, and enjoy the rest of God your bless Super everybody. Wild Card Weekend. Martin and VJ, Fox Sports Radio. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. 
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.